start this shit since we got a lot of stuff to cover. Yeah, yeah Matt. Cover. Yeah, Holy Chris has enough, Matt. Let's get on the road already. I don't think that's what he's talking about. That is what he's talking about. I think he's talking about the drinks. No. Pretty sure he's talking about the drinks. Absolutely not. There, sir. Chris, you're talking about the drinks? You're totally talking about the drinks. No, he's not. Let's start, dudes. Okay, fine. Embarrassed says it. Right? I told you. Welcome to This Week in MTG with your host, Matt Olson, Danny Oakstead, and Big G. Hello and welcome, Magic Folk, to episode 158 of This Week in MTG, your aggregate news podcast for all things Magic the Gathering. We're your hosts, I'm Matt. Over there we got Danny. What's up? Got a lot of Infinity Packs for now us here. we did. Opened up two. You guys are welcome. Yeah, and uh, it's only the two of us here tonight again, sadly. Wait, what the fuck are you talking about? Hold on a second, when did you get here? Oh, you made a wish finally, and I appeared. <laughs> Make a wish. You're almost like John Cena. No, I was going to say like a genie. Oh. I'm, me being here is one of your wishes. Did you know that John Cena has completed more Make-A-Wishes? Than He's got the world other? record. Yeah. Yeah. Bless him. Right? You're coming up he's, on him. He's a good I'm pretty guy. sure you could probably toss him to my knot too. Fuck no, dude. That, <laughs> that man is a brick fucking house. Oh. Who would throw... Isn't he like 5'7", though? Is he pretty short? I don't fucking care. Dude is a brick <laughs> well, I know, house. I know he can throw <laughs> all of us those? across the room, but I mean... Across the room is... No, he could throw us outside of the house, probably to the... He could throw us to my knot easily. Mm. And it's just depending who could throw us there faster. He plays he, anti-over with Matt <laughs> as the ball. <laughs> There we go. But yes, we got. Big and he G. runs around the house. We right. got and, and catches him. Yep, exactly. We got Big G returning. He's done teaching kids bo- teaching kids how to kick balls at the moment. Please word that correctly, sir. I'm all done with my co- so <laughs> soccer coaching. Season. At least, at least he didn't say playing with balls. He <laughs> just said kicking balls. Yeah, you're playing. You're just coaching self defense. Pretty much. Yeah, dude, you're gonna do better than that one TikTok guy that has the headset on and all the like body armor it's like i will show you how to defend hold their arm when you have their arm in this position i have all the control and i could do whatever i want and then it's just like bah, 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 bah. you've seen those ones i don't think i've seen that one they're, there's they're, so many tiktoks man they're fucking hilarious but yes we have big g returning we have an episode for you and boy howdy do we have an episode for you you got so much news. I know I highlighted it last week in last week's episode because I felt it would have uh, been injustice if I at least didn't mention it after we found out about it. So we will get ready and jump into there. But before we do that, let's give some big thank yous to everybody here. Thank you to you for deciding to click on this podcast. And it was like, oh, yeah, this, this sounds like something that I could listen to. We're sorry. You're in for a wild ride. Please listen to the end. Give us a chance. Come might, for the news. Stay for the comedy. You might enjoy it. But big thank you to you. And we also want to give a big thank you to those that are supporting the podcast in our Patreons. Our Patreons are amazing and think that this content that you're listening to is worth supporting monetarily. So big thank you to Wade97, Chapman, Amu the Fox, Colin, Noah, Slade, 
Third string Chapman, Nikki, No Modifier, Steve, Jacob, Christian, Maddie K, Barra, Chimera, KCB, and Ernest D. Thank you to each and every one of you. You guys are badass motherfuckers for doing that. Blows our mind each time just to think that we got as many people as we do that are like, oh yeah, these schmucks. Let's uh, let's give them some money. You're but welcome. They're not just giving us some money. They get some benefit out of it as well, too. We have two drawings that you get entered into for becoming a Patreon. At the $3 tier, you get entered in for drawings for uh, monthly booster packs. So I got the fucking list uh, for next month's booster pack drawings. We're thinking Throne of Eldraine, Modern Horizons 2, and Battle Bond as our packs to do because they're themed around uh, giving and food. With uh, Modern Horizons 2, there's a lot of food tokens with Asmo in there. So if you get the if you get the Modern Horizons 2 pack and open up an Asmo, we want uh, we want some pats on the backs or something there, because that'd be fucking cool. But then at the ten dollar tier, where you can support us, you get put in for a drawing for a card uh, commander card that's valued between fifteen and twenty dollars, or a pair of cards that cumulatively equal fifteen to twenty dollars. Yes, last month we had um, <laughs> last month we had. Uh, Duality and Diagraph Colossus as the cards. Uh, we haven't fi- f- picked the cards to vote for, but that will happen, and Patreons can vote on which card specifically gets drawn for. Also, there's a super secret Patreon live stream that happens at the first Saturday of every month for these drawings, and then we send that stuff out. I do want to say right here, Patrons, I had a crazy week last week. I did not get those packs sent out. For last month, I will be, send- you, be sending them out this week. A lot of shit came up. I apologize, and I'll toss in an extra pack just because I love you guys. But if you guys want to support us, go check out our Patreon. Links in the description down below. If you don't want to support us on Patreon, you can also support us by picking up some play mats. <clears throat> and uh, we have a few left on hand right now, and I think only a few left at J-Dubs, from my understanding. You only got a few left in the back. Yep. And then from there, we're going to have some more playmats coming out, hopefully. I got a, I got a deadline set. End of the month, I'm going to release some new playmats for us. And Danny play knows. Playmats. 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 Yeah, That's where you, where you pay to play with Matt. Why would anyone want to do that? I, I don't know, but that's what he wants to do. I, I am an egota- uh, egomaniac here. Egotistical? So. Yes. Narcissist? Egotistical. Potato, potato? Yeah. Same difference, but yes. Hey, yes. who else should we thank, Matt? Uh, we should also thank the people that I just mentioned. J-Dubs. His mom to watch all these episodes. Thank you, Make mom. sure that he's being appropriate. Exactly. <laughs> I'll tell your mom. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to have to edit out like a good chunk <laughs> at the beginning of this then. God damn it. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, sorry, mom. Has your mom really cared that much? I mean, occasionally I get a message like, a lot of swearing in that one. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, 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 fuck. Sorry, mom. No, you're not. <laughs> but, um, uh, J Dubs, yeah, there we go. J Dubs, thank you for J Dubs for supporting us, uh, being the official sponsor of this week at MTG. Go check them out for all of your Magic the Gathering needs. We'll be talking about some of their events coming up here in a hot second. But speaking of them, let's hear an ad from them now. JDub Sports Cards and Gaming, located in West Acres Mall in Fargo, is your one stop shop for all your Magic the Gathering needs. In the store, you will find a huge selection of sleeves, playmats, and dice for you to personalize your battlefield with. 
Along with having a large variety of singles in their display cases, there are also binders and boxes for you to browse through. That much selection means that you will always find something you are looking for. J-Dubs is also the place to gather to play a wide array of formats with friends in the community. There is Commander League on Thursday nights, Modern League on Saturday afternoons, and Legacy Leagues on Sunday afternoons. And who can forget Friday Night Magic every Friday evening? J-Dubs has it all, Amonkhet to Zendikar and ways to sleeve, shuffle, and spell sling. Now let's get back to the episode. But thank you, J-Dubs, for supporting us. Now we're going to move to the breakdown where I lay out how this episode is going to get presented to y'all. And first off, we're going to jump over to the Boggle Desk, which, Big G, hopefully we kept the seat warm enough for you. That's a little cold, but I'll warm it up. There we go. He's going to warm that up, talking about some upcoming or some event results, then upcoming events. From there, there will be no blog talk this week because we got a literal butt ton of news to talk about, ranging from Pioneer Deck Delays, Upcoming um, Universes Beyond, BNR announcement. I was going to say, um, oh, sir, BNR, we yeah. also have a BNR there. Yep, BNR. There's a BNR announcement that just came out wow. today. Dick. Trying to skip over Danny's one thing. One thing. I'm sorry. Well, I, one of you, his two things. I took away your. your well, I took it's away been a while since I've done Blog Talk. God damn talk it. That's week. the third time this episode. That's Fuck. A... Aaron Lewis is coming. Please. Yeah. <laughs> uh, secret layer updates, War, Warhammer placement cards, Alchemy news. Uh, and then, of course, we're going to be talking about the Magic Theory Edition. <clears throat> and then after that, we're going to talk about the Conjured Currency, Magic, Duty, Duty Finances, after shit like that, and uh, a thoughtcast that I will force whether you like it or not, because I am curious. I'll just go home, like everyone else is at home already. Oh, Danny. Thank you. Oh, my God. That was... Like took the words how about, how about you just there. keep going? It's already been all right. So thirty-eight this, minutes. First off, first off, the salt and sugar report. Good job. That was just open flippy dot drinky. The salt and sugar report. And you're welcome. The salt report. Legitimately, I was telling these guys with coaching, I have not played a lick of magic in two months. So that is the saltiest I am right now. Is just. With coaching and everything, I got home, I'd have supper, I'd put the kids down and play with them for a little while mm-hmm. before actually getting them down, and then it'd be, good God, I'm fucking tired. Mm-hmm. It's better to play with the kids than kicking the kids after teaching other kids to kick balls. I mean, the kids are small. Anyway, uh, Sugar Report, uh, I did at least open up some Dominaria United, and I did get to pull a Legends card out of my shit. Nice. What was it? What was it? What was it? It was a land. Uh, it, was, it was like an $8 land. So, I mean, it wasn't like, a, oh, shit, I got a penny card. Oh, yeah, it's not like, oh, hey, here's 10 cents. Yeah. it was, You know, I at least got some value out of it. It wasn't like, oh, shit, I just paid for all of my product with one card. Mm-hmm. What would you have done if you opened up like a moat or a tabernacle? Would you have flipped that oh, right away? God, I would have flipped pissed it. himself? Pissed myself. And then as I'm pissing myself, run and go, okay, where can I get the Sorry, can I have your mop, but I'm going to turn this in and yeah. sell it. <laughs> Sorry, Josh, about your floor on the way in here. It's a, it's a slug trail. Well, yeah, so there is that. Uh, but let's move into some results here. Um, little little precursor. Um, Dungeon Mom says that the best that she saw was an 11-set Legends. Oh, yeah. My, I, I posted it somewhere in the Discord after I opened it, so I'd have to hunt it down and figure it out but in the meantime 
little preview before the BNR. Some results from SEGCon Dallas from their Sunday Modern 5K event. This is uh, this is going to be a pre BNR announcement deck result list. So we're just gonna because we've got all the stuff to go over in the news. We're just gonna kind of fly by some of these. So metagame summary: Indomitable creativity took up nine point nine percent of the metagame or ten decks. Merktide Regent took up eight decks with seven point nine two percent burn. Same stats. And then four or five color Omnath had 6.93 or seven decks. Speaking of the top metagame, though, the first place deck, so it came in six and one, was a five color Indomitable Creativity deck. Um, yeah, I mean, like I think just because we're going to be going by quick, we'll have the link for the event so you can look at the decks yourself. But second place is a Tenrak deck. Not a Tenrak. Well, it says Tenrak. It says Tenrak. I'm but just it's one of those decks that yeah, are like, yeah. oh, they, they, they got it wrong. Sorry. The name of the deck is Tenrak. Trolling. Yep. Fuck that shit. Hardened Scales for the number three deck, and it is actually Hardened Scales, and it is a Simic Hardened Scales. So there's that for you. The, the Tenrak is Indomitable Creativity, but with Sarah's Emissary and Emmercool instead of Archon. And then fourth place is a Jun deck, um, and it's running the uh, the Wellspring for the Companion right the, now. The biggest elk. The biggest. All right, but then the most played cards, Lightning Bolt number one, 143 copies, 47% of the decks, almost 50%. Regavan coming in with 117 copies, 30% of the deck. Renin 6, 100 copies, 27% of the decks. And Baby T has 84 copies and 26% of the deck. I wonder if Noah has something to say about Baby T. Uh, he's a little buttered about it, regardless. <laughs> All right, number one creature. Danny, what do you think it is? There we go. Back to back to status quo. Not paying attention when I'm talking. It's Ragavan. I already gave the stats for it. Number yeah, two is... Should have known. <laughs> number two is Fury. I was looking for your card on Discord. Oh. <laughs> 58 copies. 20% of the deck, Solitude, 58 copies, 15% of the decks, though. And then number four, Endurance, 51 copies, 22% of the decks. And then, all right, Danny, what's the number one spell that got played? Number one is Lightning Bolt, and I already gave those stats. Renin 6 is number two, already gave those stats. Baby T is number three, already gave those stats. And Expressive Iteration. 83 copies, 21% of the decks. So, like I said, a little bit of a pre-B&R um, pre, uh, announcement results find for you. Um, some other stuff. You got four-color control. You got Azori's Hammer, Azori's Control, some Abzan Affinity, Jeskai Breach, uh, Mid-Range Rakdos, Jeskai Breach, Merfolk made it in here. I'm trying to see, trying to scroll, trying to scroll. Where are my green boys? There was a mono green elves deck that had a single white card for Burrington Forge Tender. You sack it, prevent all damage. A red source of your choice would deal this turn. A single copy of that. 
But then there's like a couple of copies of White Spells in the sideboard, Omegas of the Moon, uh, Plague Engineer, a single copy of that in the side. So since you like elves, there's yep. your green boys. Well, and then Golgari elves are a little ways down. All right. So that is all for event results. Now, a little bit more local, a little bit more closer to, I'm going to throw something at Danny's head. <laughs> Please don't. I have a head chomp already. <laughs> all right. So we've got a JDevs event coming for you. This weekend, October 15th, on Saturday at noon, there will be a Dominary United Modern Store Championship. Entry is $20, and the event will be done with Swiss pairings with a cut to top eight. All participants will receive a promo spell pierce. Top eight will get a Gilded Goose, and the winner, of course, will get that textless Omnath of Creation. And then going a little bit more national... We've got the MTG Summit. This is the event we've been talking about since the summer, the event that might be more enticing than the Magic 30 event to go to that I'll talk about here in a second. (laughs) The gathering begins at the Summit. This huge event is going down November 11th through the 13th in Salt Lake City, Utah. At this event, you can meet and play with a plethora of Magic content creators and artists like Red... or. Reed Duke. Red Duke. Yeah, Red Duke. Red Duke. The Professor, Mark Poole, and Joe Schultz. Is there a blue Yankee? (laughs) Fuck off. (laughs) Fuck off. There will be some Brothers War pre-release as the main event. (laughs) My bad. Where the winner will take home a Black Lotus. But there will be a variety of 5K events and other special events. Tickets are still available and we will link the, everything down below in the description for you. Is it going to be a terminal legal Black Lotus? It probably will be. <laughs> Hola, don't jump the fucking gun here, sir. <laughs> Calm your tits. Just had to, just had to ask. I was just asking. I was just asking a question for clarification. It's a valid question, but uh, my bad. Very very solid. Yes. It is a tournament legal. They're they're actually gonna give black lotuses that are tournament legal away at Magic Thirty. I think what? It's not Magic Thirty. This is Magic Sum- MTG Summit. That was this a, no, is Summit. Oh, that's good. Now I'm gonna talk about Magic Thirty, where oh. it'll be all proxy cards that they give away. Oh, it's okay. an un- it's a revised Black Lotus, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Still, or, it's or a real it Black Lotus. It was a beta. Fuck, was it, oh, it was revised? Okay, pretty sure it's revised. All right, if Salt Lake City isn't your jam, don't worry. They've got an event for you in Vegas. That yes. you can't go to. <laughs> that is, yeah, pretty much. It, it's all sold out. But Except for the uh, online tickets. You can still get those. Those are in abundance. Oh, all right. hey, I'm going to go to this festival online. So going to go real, to the fucking panels. <laughs> so real online. quick, just to kind of go over some of the event results. This will be in Vegas from October 28th to the 30th. And they had, we talked about all the tickets and all what you could get and how quick everything was out of stock and everything. But I think the biggest thing to talk about with the Magic 30 event, if you guys haven't already talked about it, because I'm not going to lie, didn't listen to any of the episodes while I was gone. It's a vortex. Just because you didn't include me in the show notes while I was gone. I'm sorry. I'm like looking at that. It's like, ah, he's already focused on his other stuff. Why would he want to be looking at the show notes? He'll just listen to the episode. But no. No. I'll probably go and listen to him. <laughs> you way. say that now. No, I actually do go back and listen. <laughs> so 
fucking I don't. suck my nine. Yeah, I was about to say, better than Danny. Danny, don't listen to hey, at least, anyway. At least I'm honest about it. <laughs> Have you guys been talking about all the uh, no. scrutiny of the um, Maybe. cosplay event? Yes. We okay. talked about the, like, what, last week? Yeah, it was last week. I, we I know that one was big. And I figured you guys were that. talking about it, but that was one of the things that I was like, oh, cool. I can get a Joanne's gift card <laughs> for less than for less value than I fucking paid to get here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Which, yeah. Again, just to highlight, a lot of people was like, this is like a slap in the face. I'm glad, though, that they kind of like said, fuck you, and they... Well, it's even better that most of the Magic players, like the content creators, are from the East Coast. Those, you... who, those who cosplay are from the East Coast. Yeah. So it's like, hey, I'm not coming here if it can cost me $400 to get here. Plus hotel, and yeah. then, oh, hey, I get $100 to Joanne's. Oh, cool. Even though I, I would guarantee no one that does really good cosplays goes to Joanne's to get their shit. No. Nobody. I got no I got no idea on that. All, All right. My, my wife likes Joanne's. So does mine. If for quilting, yes. Cosplaying, no. But anyways, Garrett, yeah, Big G wants to continue with this yeah, stuff, Matt. Let him. Let him continue. Well, it's thank, mo- it's thank, more thank so you. it's more so so that way we can get to the news. We can get side changed off a little bit in the news, so we could still get to the thoughtcast. So all these people who are listening can go home. Do that thoughtcast. Yes. I'm telling you, it's fire. Listen to the end. Have you guys looked oh to the God. end? I did. Damn it! Oh. I know Danny didn't. Oh yeah, I look at the <laughs> show notes. All right, but here we go. Who Q- does a such thing? Those who, those of us who like to be prepared and see what shenanigans fucking Matt has, but then the with, shenanigans aren't allowed with the scripting. Yeah, Matt, don't do that ever again. All right, CubeCon is on. The celebration of all things Cube will be held on October twentieth through the twenty third in Madison, Wisconsin. And CubeCon is excited to hold the event in the Captivist um, Alliance. Alliance, yeah, Alliance Energy Hall. With partnership with GameholeCon. Gamehole. <laughs> you are Jesus a Gamehole, Matt. Like, no no dissing the folks that are in charge of GameholeCon, but... Get a better name. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the Karma Sutra has a position in there called the Gamehole. <laughs> All right. So the goal is for everyone to have a ton of fun, make memorable experiences, gain great ideas around Cube, and come away with some cool... CubeCon swag. They want to strengthen the ties with the amazing Cube community. Jesus Christ, did Matt write this shit? Yeah, he did. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I thought you said you read this before you got here. I read the show notes. I didn't read the links. <laughs> this, this is one I didn't have time to type up. It was a busy day today. <laughs> so, he's, so he says he didn't have enough time to do it. Bullshit. What the hell is Written by Matt Olson? What the fuck? Hold on now. Hold on now. (laughs) That is not true. (laughs) All right. Uh, CubeCon is organized by a group of volunteers who are doing this for the love of the cube. Jesus, hell. Matt has something to do with this. I know it. (laughs) All fundraised through ticket sales and sponsorships go directly towards supporting the event. They can't hold the event without you, us, all of the listeners, all the people who enjoy playing Magic, and if you've never gotten to play Cube, I highly suggest it. But if you have your own Cube, the Cube submissions are live from now until April 15th. That part doesn't make sense. 
Maybe they're keeping them up later. Who knows? I don't know. All right, you are welcome to cement more than one cube if you like. If you don't have a cube in the main event, you are still more than welcome to bring your cube along or your battle backs, your wizard's tower, your commander's decks, your disco sticks. Wait a minute. Are you fucking quoting Lady Gaga? Now? I was. First off, <laughs> she's your she... 60 card constructed debts or whatever you like, which would include your disco sticks. All right. This beat is sick. And then they've they've dedicated free play area and can help facilitate signups for on-demand side events. Don't want to bring the cards? Not a problem. The only thing you need to bring is yourself and a love for the cube. You can go to the Twitter account at MTGCubeCon and join their Discord to get all the more information. You can also check out GameholeCon. And they are a game hole. And they can't wait to see you in Madison on October 20th through the 23rd. And you guess as good as mine with that word. It's it's commemorate. Oh, commemorate? Yes. It's meant commemorate. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. All right. I want to I want I want to point out something here real quick. Not point point out, but highlight. Uh, written I, by Matt Olson. I found out about this because we just did a bonus episode the other day talking with Martin of MTG Design talking about Moxtober. Don't say we. It was just you. You I, didn't let us. In. I, you didn't let any I, of us. I know. didn't even get an invite for that one. I at least got one for our one on Saturday. No, he he didn't even invite me. First off, it was on the Discord. You saw that shit. <laughs> no, I didn't. Yeah, with ancestral. I didn't know that was this Saturday. My bad. Anyways. Uh, did, it, did, did an interview. Fuck. Not not an interview. It was more of like highlighting what Moxtober is. And it's just this like month-long prompt to build decks, make cards. Highly recommend to check that episode out. It came out the other day. And that's how I found out about KubeCon. And I wanted to add it in here. So, Well, there we go. All right. Time for some BNR <laughs> announcements. So, Yeah. Uh, standard gets a mix-up for a little bit, at least. Um, so starting off, starting as of yesterday or today, depending on if you're listening, recorded or pre-recorded. Um, so as of the 10th, uh, for standard, Meat Hook Massacre is banned. Everyone's favorite Black X removal. Or is it Black Black X? Black Black X. Yeah, that's card stupid. Um... Gets banned. Modern. Um, Yorion Sky Nomad is now banned. So, with that all being said, uh, Magic Online and Tabletop have been effective as of the 10th. Uh, Magic Arena, these go into effect on the 13th. So, was it Wednesday? Wednesday. Yeah. So, watching live? The, the 13th is Thursday, guys. Thursday. T- today's the 10th, the 11th. 12th, I suppose, 13th. yeah. Math is hard. Fuck off. My brain's mush because of work. So, see, thank thank you for being here, setting these dates straight. You're the teacher here. That's what I'm here for. Just kicking balls and knowing dates. Just call me the teach. The teach. Because the professor is already taken. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh I'm kind of left out. I got You're shit. You're the garbage for guy. Like the education <laughs> names. Yeah, more school than I do. I'm the dropout. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> we all need them. Who else is going to be a garbage guy? <laughs> Woo! <laughs> but, yeah, anyway, um, I don't know if I really don't want to go into detail of why, but everyone knows that 
Meat Hook is just a gross card. Jesus. It, it That can hit you early game, late game, mid game, all over the fucking place. Well, you get it out early enough, it can destroy, you know, a lot of the smaller yep. power and toughness creatures that are in standard right now. And then so I'm, I'm anytime just, they die, they just keep fucking hurting things. Right. I'm just, I'm just wondering um, if they're going to uh, ban it in Historic. Also, there's enough stuff to deal with it in Historic. But yeah, I, I'm waiting to see if they ban this in Historic because every black deck runs it. Why are you playing Historic first or and foremost? Not, not Historic, but I'm gonna, uh, Explore. Oh, Explore? Nah, that's not happening. Because remember, Explorer is Pioneer Light. I know that, but it sh- should be banned because every black deck's running it. Anything that has black is running it. I thought your life gain deck would outpace a Meat Herc Massacre. No, because it takes out all my 1-1s. Yeah, when they drop it. Yeah, so it's immediate board wipe, and then my deck's dead to it. Get wrecked, Ajani Pride, mate. Oh, it's not even that. It's my um, 1-1s that are killed, because Pride Mate's only a 2-2. It's a 2-2 that gets way fucking bigger than what? a Meat Herc Massacre what? could ever fucking touch. They gotta put so much mana. As soon as that gets to like a five, like that's well, that's seven. The, that's, that's the thing. Seven though. Mana. But here's the thing, though: Eight all mana. all my one ones are my life gains. Primate doesn't have lifelink. Fair. So it's all my one ones that are making me get bigger, or making primate get bigger. So, what's the rest of the article say? I don't know. I closed it. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I wasn't going into it because I don't know much about Yorian. Okay. And Matt, you like to talk, so I'm going to let you talk. No, I mean, I guess I <clears throat> guess Don't, I do don't like lie. To talk. You'd like to talk. Um, quote from the article here, Dominator United caused quite a shakeup with cards, and this is for the Meat Hook Massacre in standard here, uh, with cards from new sets finding their places into decks and many of last year's cards shifting, shifting context with the new metagame. As the format has settled into place, the color black has proven powerful and prolific and makes up the foundation of many of the top decks. Despite the commonly shared color, we're seeing good diversity among competitive decks and strategies, and players' engagements with the format has been healthy. To provide a small push against the color black's play rate among competitive decks, we're choosing to ban one black card. We discussed several different options as no single black card stood out as a major power outlier played on all decks containing black ultimately we decided that banning the meat hook massacre was the best choice as it's one of the most powerful black cards in the format especially powerful against specific archetypes decks relying on a lot of small creatures danny your soul sisters no soul yep. sisters ain't a standard no but it's it's so my my explorer deck is yeah. like a soul sister without soul sisters, right? But not standard. No, a lot of fucking. No, I, that's what I'm saying. Like standard is fine because I don't play it. I haven't played standard since Born of Gods. And they believe that it had its time to shine in standard for over the for over a year. With Brothers War on the horizon, we anticipate the new cards entering the format to provide tools for other decks and color combinations. In the meantime, we expect the little shakeup will help keep standard enjoyable and trending towards an even healthier spot going forward as the card pool expands. Seems like they're just like, eh, one year with uh, the Meat Hook Massacre. I'm, I'm honestly surprised it lasted this long. 
I mean, I know some other people were, like, making memes and stuff for how long, like, Omnath, Oko, and shit like that lasted. Oko wasn't a full year. It was, like, six months. Oko, but, but, Oko was I'm, broken. I'm, I'm, I'm not comparing Me Hook Massacre to fucking Oko or Omnath No, yeah, but like it's, that, but. it's still one of those things, like, how does this card last this long? I mean, it's just a solid board wipe that drains and gains you life when shit dies. Like, it's one thing to have it as a board wipe. It's a very solid board wipe. But to have it as a board wipe, and then, oh, hey, whenever your creatures die, you lose life. Yeah. And, then, and I gain life. No, like, only when only oh, when, when your when, creatures die, you gain life when your, po- or when your opponents. Hold on. It's your, when, whenever your opponents your, lose yeah. life, you gain life. There we go. Like, okay, great. It's a good board wipe, but when you have that static, it's like, oh, hey, whenever your stuff dies, you lose life. Yeah. Like that right there should ruin it. Like, yep, it's banned. Did you read the art? Did you read the next couple paragraphs no. for the reason why Yorion was banned? No. I think I got I got a kick out of reading this, and I want to get you guys' reaction as well. Uh, like my takeaway, probably not what they were going for. For like, oh yeah, this is what we want players to have as a takeaway for this. So. Modern has been in a healthy place since the last ban and restricted update with good diversity among archetypes, even the most popular competitive decks occupying a relatively small slice of the metagame between the 5% five to 6% each on magic online data. However, as tabletop modern play continues to rebound since the height of the pandemic, we decided to enact on a change that we've been considering for some time by banning Yorion sky nomad this is one of those companions where you gotta have you meet the deck restriction of having 80 cards in your deck to have this as your companion you should have been banned a long time ago yorian most commonly appears as a companion in four color omnath decks which shows a strong win rate and according to our matchup data are likely to continue to rise in popularity in addition to game balance concerns with the deck, we are also factoring the physical dexterity requirements of playing with a large deck for a tabletop. We're wary of the metagame reaching to a point where players are playing the deck because of its perceived strength and win rate, despite not enjoying how cumbersome it is it can be to operate. While these physical dexterity issues exist to, exist to lesser degree in other formats like Pioneer, Modern specifically entails more shuffling and other physical card manipulations because of the deep card pool of card selection spells, fetch lands, and so on. Cards encouraging large decks like Battle of the Wits have, exist, have existed in the past, but usually on the fringe of competitive play rather than as one of the strongest decks. Finally, we've also heard from many players that repeating triggers caused by Yorion may cause eh, caused by Yorion and many of the cards surrounding it can lead to repetitive gameplay patterns and long games with lots of downtime between other players' actions. You, you, what you're saying is Cascade? What? <laughs> it's important that the net player experience with the top deck is a fun one. And while we're okay with such decks... Ban Blue then want to have fun games it can make the format less enjoyable when the patterns are associated with one of the strongest decks over a long period of time therefore to make modern as fun and accessible as it can be for all types yorion sky nomad is banned in modern from from what he just said what they just said in this article basically said they need to ban cascade and ban blue 
because it's not fun to play against blue. And for those who take four-hour turns, Cascade. Counterpoint, I like blue. Counterspell is great. Uh, you know what? Anyways. It's not fun to play with, so I don't want I don't want it in the format. Hey, so we're going to cancel hey, blue. Hey, you know an easy way around that, right? Play Tribal and play Cavern Souls, and they can't fucking touch your shit. I do. That's true. But yeah. I mean, I mean Exa- I, exactly. But I'm just saying, it's not Exa- fun. So it should be banned. I have plenty of fucking fun playing my elves and my allies against mono blue decks and having Cavern Souls out. <laughs> and then they go, well, fuck. My hand of fucking counter magic is useless. I'm just. I'm basing my statement off of this. Danny. Why did we let this guy back? You need to follow. The, why, why did we let him back? You need to follow the two step program. It's two simple steps. Of saying, fuck blue? First off. First off. First step. First, I'll give you some free advice. Hey, Matt. Hey, Get. Matt. Hey, Matt. It's, it's hey, the Matt. first chapter's called Get. Hey, Matt. Do you want to get punched chap- in the knee? Second Do you want to punch in the knee? Do you want to punch in the knee? That'll help you. Do you want to punch in the knee? We'll do you want to punch in the knee? So much better. Hey, hey Matt, do you want to get punched right here? Is called. Hey, hey, let's stop the dick measuring contest and get on with the news. Uh, that's what I'm trying to get him to get him to do, but he just keeps trying to measure. Good. Trying to get like millimeter hey, out. <laughs> Anyways, what? <laughs> so read the fucking article, Matt. Pioneer overall, Pioneer looks to be in a good place as we head into the regional championship qualifier. Oh, hold on. Before, before I continue, the thing I took away from that is they were giving dexterity one of the reasons why banning Yorion. 80 card decks, too much for people to shuffle. Who'd have thunk it? Who, fucking Who plays Commander? Yeah, like Commander's 90% not. of the Magic Universe. Yeah, and so like 80 cards, clearly too much, shuff- too much uh, for Small dexterity for players to, to handle there, so... I got small hands. Modern Yorion players. But JB. I bet they can't even hold a fucking hey, whopper. Hey. Drink. So that way Danny can continue to talk. And shit, never mind. You're blue. Fuck. Yeah. I'm blue. It's been a while. You forgot the color <laughs> combination. God damn it. That's the fourth time. Now he's really going to show up. Uh, okay, so um, regional championship qualifier season throughout November and December. We're seeing a, a wide variety of strategies employed by the most popular decks. The most played deck on Magic Online is Rakdos Midrange, with about 13% meta game share. Um, one small thing I remember we were talking about is like Watsi's lines in the sand for when decks start to look to get banned is when they re- reach a 20% meta share and a 60% win rate so seven percent points away from like metashare it is notable it is notable rakdos midrange and pioneer so keep that in mind uh, but it also says that none of the top 20 most played decks have a non-mere match win rate of more than 53 percent in general we've heard a lot of positive positivity from players about the state of the format we'll continue to keep an eye on the health of the format especially as it undergoes more competitive pressure with rcqs as things currently stand we don't anticipate any changes before or during the season which is notable because the RCQ season is still going to be going until December. Next season starts January. So maybe there will be a bit of time after RCQs towards the end of December. Around like holiday times there might be a ban. Probably. Speculation. Clearly not confirmed. Just pointing that out. D3. <clears throat> okay. Uh, Legacy and Vintage also got mentioned in this BNR. The Legacy metagame is looking healthy with top decks all having strengths and weaknesses against each other. Since the ban of Regavan Nimble Pilferer in January, the most popular deck, Is It Delver, has had its win rate trend 
downward. According to Magic Online data, it represents 9% of the field and has an overall non-mirror match win rate of 52%, both positive and negative matchups against the next 10 most played decks. The past year has brought several new impactful cards to competitive legacy, including Unlicensed Hertz, Fable of the Mirror Breaker, Ledger Shredder, and Leyland Binding, and more. We're excited to see the format continue to grow as new cards lead to new strategies. As always, we'll continue to monitor how the metagame develops, but right now, things seem to be in a good spot. And now for Vintage. Likewise, we think Vintage is in a relatively good spot. Magic Online data shows greater archetype diversity recently than had in past cycles, in part because of new card additions to the format. Displacer Kitten and Voldarian Hexcatcher. So Displacer Kitten is a cat from Commander uh, Boulder's Gates and Voldarian Hexcatcher from uh, Dominary United are examples that feature prominently in their respective decks. Other new cards like Besaju Who Endures are finding a home in a variety of decks. We're aware that many of the top current decks make powerful use of Tinker and are offered and are often categorized together. But within that category, there's a good amount of diversity in terms of how these decks can be built and the play patterns they follow. We're also seeing a healthy amount of good stuff, quote-unquote, good stuff, decks, Vengevine variants, workshop variants in the metagame. Overall, we think Vintage is in a good place right now and don't anticipate the need for changes soon. There's your BNR verbatim from the article. Do with it as you will. Good job, man. Yorian players don't play commander. They can't su- shuffle shit. So get wrecked, Omnath players, for having small hands that can't hold a whopper. <laughs> Can we equate EDH decks to a whopper now? Is that going to be a fucking thing that we can start? Pretty sure they're bigger than whopper. Can you eat a thickness? If you can eat a Whopper, you can shuffle an EDH deck. If you can shuffle an EDH deck, you can eat a Whopper. Yorion players cannot shuffle an 80 card, 20 cards less. Well, actually, they can't think, hold think a about Whopper. it this way. It's only 79 cards because Yorion's not in. Oh, no, never no, it's mind. Still, it's still never 80. mind. Yep. See, there we go. Never there mind. Go. Never mind. Fucking get good, Yorion players. Pick up a Whopper. Get good. <laughs> Follow the two-step plan. All right. Get to the news. Get to the news. We're in the news. Um, <clears throat> we're going to cover some quickies here. Let's uh, So let's dive into some quickies before we get into the heaviest part of this week's episode. Those 2022 Pioneer hours, Challenger decks hour, that we talked minutes. about last week. Yeah, they're getting delayed for one region. Quotes like the news from the article on the Mothership website. Due to ongoing supply chain disruptions, it seems very common. We, we probably talk about that like two or three times a month. What? Delays? We're yes. moving the release. No. <laughs> the release date of Pioneer Challenger decks 2022 for Europe. Comes in 2023. To December 9th, 2022. The previously announced date of November 4th, 2022 remains the same for all the regions. Sorry, Christian. <laughs> Get good. Follow the two-step program. Biden in the U.S. Have it shipped. Yeah. Spend some more, but you get it early. Danny, you're next. This is weird. Uh, so coming to Universe Beyond, everyone's favorite universe, uh, Tuesday of the last week was a big news week. Uh, there was a live stream on Wizards Twitch and YouTube in the morning that dropped some spicy news of Brothers War, Dominary Remastered, and Magic 30. 
which we will cover in a little bit, but we will now talk about the Hasbro Investor Day presentation called that had information that would excite some Magic players. Starting off with something that got mentioned by Cynthia Williams, Wizards of the Coast president, there will be a new Universe Beyond product incorporating the franchise of Final Fantasy and Assassin's Creed. No further details got mentioned at all, so we will wait uh, with bated breath to see something and something in their MTG card glory. Sephiroth and Ezio. God damn it. I write this shit for a reason. Those are words I can't say. Sephiroth and Ezio. But anyways, my hot take with that is Assassin's Creed is going to be a knockoff of Arabian Nights. I mean, it's their way of getting around the reserve list. Finding out what we know, what what you might guys already currently know, but you'll hear later, you can see Danny's standpoint of that call. And, you know, I I I wouldn't be against understanding that that would be their fucking thing to do with Assassin's Creed. First and foremost, I'm a big Assassin's Creed fan. I I, I've, I've been playing it since number one, too. I still have, yet, still have yet to beat Valhalla, but Dude, I, I just stopped playing it. That's why. I was just talking with Damien. He picked up his collection, uh, his uh, uh, metal box collection or whatever, and he's like, yeah, I'm playing it. I'm like, fuck, I haven't even finished it yet. I've, I've gotten maybe halfway through the story, yeah, and that's just the story, like the storyline. Not the side quest or anything, but yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Edith. I didn't mean to make fun of your small hands. I'm just, in general, it was more of like a throw to JB, our former host. Like, I have small hands. Kind of joke, but. Pick up a fucking Whopper. (laughs) You can't. Edith, pick up a fucking Whopper. Be nice to Edith. I know, Edith, I love you. I'm sorry. (laughs) God damn it. You can make fun of JB all you want. Leave yes. Edith alone. Leave Edith alone. Oh, I'm so sorry. Garrett, take, take us out of this. All right. Sa- During the same Investor Day presentation, it was also quickly mentioned that there will be a certain secret lair drop coming out in the future at an unknown date. Bring, bring. You fucking read this shit. Oh, Big G, I'm so excited. Okay, okay. Wait. Hello? Hello? Who is this? Post my phone at this point in the podcast? Oh man. Post my groan. It was just a telemarketer. Sorry for my post my tone. <sighs> fuck you, man. Why the fuck are you reading his words? <laughs> to give him the satisfaction. No. And he got me here, here's two the weeks o- ago. Here's the other part. <laughs> here's the other part. Here's the other part. Notice how he shuts up when I read it because he's laughing. It means we get on with this shit. So here we go. I'll get back Don't to Don't give him the satisfaction. <laughs> Just turn your mic off and say, Matt, go ahead. Let him read it. I'll get back to my post zone for the podcast. So anywho's the secret layer that got announced is a post-Malone one. Again, <laughs> there are no further details at for this drop, so we just have to wait and see what's going on. I'd let the so, speculation begin so, post my drop. So here's the thing. We can't continue because he's laughing. And that's all he does is laugh. It was so good. Oh, my God. Let me tell you. Your I dad puns you. are terrible. I fucking worked so hard to make it sound good. And Big G. For D minus worth of writing, he worked hard. 
Read your section on the news, man. <laughs> this is how we know we went to Manoman. <laughs> uh, Matt, I will say this. I may give you shit about it, but it's the fact that there are so many of the puns in your scripts you write for they were me. so good. Come on. Give me a pat on the back or something there. I'm, uh, I'm trying to give you praise right now. Okay, okay. I like them. But God damn it, there's so fucking many that it's hard to get through it you, with a straight face. You've been gone for so long, you deserve this. But here's here's the thing. If you throw in like, if you throw in a pun like every couple sentences, then it's fine. But I, when you throw fourteen puns in one sentence, that's a lot. I got Danny the other week and he played along. Did you you didn't listen to the episode? He oh. did the fucking TCG snapper thing with me. He did the bit. I've done it a couple times. He fucking stroked it for me, man. I mainly just want to catch him off guard. It caught me off guard. I wasn't prepared for him to do that Is shit. Is this last week or two weeks ago? Two weeks ago. Okay, I'm listening to that shit on the way home. I am fast forwarding to the sniper. <laughs> just right to the fucking <laughs> right to the fucking sniper. Who fucking cares about the information between certain I've, or, I've already read all, I've already read all this fucking news who gives a shit <laughs> i just want to hear matt get off by danny talking about this stuff. and there's where his office showed up uh-huh. yeah you can hear you can hear like in the fucking recording it's like i was caught off guard by danny he's like hold on matt we got to talk about this and i'm like what <laughs> all right get let's get with the news so we can get to the speculation chris gives me a pat on the back for the for i the was puns. giving him praise chris I was giving him praise. Matt doesn't know how to take praise. Positive reinforcement. And uh, Edith is saying that uh, I got teased for cutting the decks in three parts or leaving a card on the bottom and putting it on top. I cut decks in three parts. Who teases for this shit? <sighs> it was it was more of the fact that she has small hands. Edith, your hands can hold a whopper. You good, son. But she's not a son, though. You're missing the fucking point. <laughs> But I, aren't you, though? You're, Next! You're missing the fucking news. Get to it. Next, I'll yeah, quickly go over some Warhammer 40k Commander deck news. According to an article posted on the Mothership website, there is a card that got misplaced in two of the four <gasps> decks, making it look like those cards oh, are no. missing at first glance. Estolary Librarian in the Forces of the Imperium deck and Exalted Flamer in... Tesnich Flamer of Tesnich card in the Ruinous Powers deck show up in the token section of their respective decks. So if you don't see them in the actual deck, Watsi asks you to check the token section to double check to see if they are actually there. And with that... Here's here's my thing real quick on that. Am I just the weirdo that actually looks at the tokens that they put in those pre-cons? I look at the tokens because... Because who wouldn't look at the tokens? It's good to know. That's how we fucking know that we got those... uh, uh, Some new plant tokens in there. We got... uh, Oh, God. uh, Like zombie horror tokens. Squid tokens as well. All right, but Danny's I guess it's been a while since I bought a pre-con, so... I can't really say I... I do want to... I usually do, but that they're usually... Hey, I'm going that... That's going into my deck box, my token deck box now. Did you guys see the post? from magic kids no they got a necron deck they had no lands duplicates of every other fucking card Hmm. so they got two of every card they got they got a whole deck minus the basics whole deck minus the basics and they posted on fucking twitter and facebook and shit i thought it was was weird Mm -hmm. and i think there was a reddit post talking about somebody else that got like some duplicates of the tyranid deck the 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 teamer deck so with your Warhammer decks, maybe you're going to have duplicates of cards, but not currently big enough for Watsy to 
make an article about. But that's what we got for the news quickies. Danny, you're up next. Hey, Matt. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, so now that that part's over, I'll go over the quick parts of the article on <laughs> magic.wizards.com. Uh, no, I'm sorry. First. I'm sorry, sir. 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 Excuse me, sir. Sir. I made sir. this specifically for you. Sirs. Specifically. I don't give a fuck. God fucking damn it. I don't need these show notes fuck beforehand. you guys, too. Exactly. Uh, so, back to the article over on magic.wizards.com first. And then talk about the rebalancing of Elf's Meetings Historic. Matt, I don't care. Read Matt, it. Matt I, I don't care. No, no, for some reason. I wrote it specifically for you because I knew you wouldn't care, and I thought you would appreciate the way that I wrote it. I read it. You read it, but you're not reading it. This is me <laughs> emphasizing how much I don't give a fuck about what you wrote. Danny, please. But how much I care about how much you wrote, okay. but I don't care about reading what okay, you wrote. He, okay, here we go. Ready? I'm gonna, no. I'm going to help you out, help him out. Here we go. God damn it. God fucking damn it. I don't need to check these notes ahead of time. Sup- Seems like Matt has me reading the Arena Alchemy updates that just yep. got dropped last week on the 5th. Yep. Before I start, though, fuck you, Matt. Exactly. That's where I started. Yeah. There you go. You didn't, you didn't now say that that like part's that. over. You got to say it specifically. I Matt, made that for you. Matt, I wanted Matt, you to curse me out. Matt, I read it and it emphasized, fuck you, Matt. Daddy, Danny, Because I read me. it. You like that? The vortex you just of the keep, card. You just keep reading. That's my card, though. You just keep reading. Um, anyways, fuck you, Matt. <laughs> uh, now that that part's over, I'm over. Um, I'll go over to the quick parts, quicker parts of the article over on magic.wizards.com first, then talk about the rebalancing in Alchemy and Historic. So starting off with the news for Explorer, there will be Exploring Anthology 2 getting <laughs> released later in 2022. No mentions of what will be in the set. Also, arriving mid-2023 on Arena will be Shadows over Innistrad Remastered. Pew, pew, pew. That is a little easier to glean some possible cards that will show up in the product because of this will have cards from both Shadows of Innistrad and Elder's Moon. Um, this is just a guess, but uh, Traverse, Traverse the Oldenwald, um, Sin Prodder, Lilian of the Last Hope and or Mausoleum Wanderer. Those are all guesses because there wasn't any information given other than they will be released more information later this year. That's a lot of the same words repeated after each other. Uh, moving I'm along. Not saying I'm a moving good writer. Uh, moving along, Alchemy Dominaria is officially on arena now with cards that conjure the whole power nine into your deck, which is broken. The return of the lovable Weatherlight Fungus, Slimefoot, um, Thalian Transplant, and 28 other cards that do digitally do digital-only things. You can check out the full image gallery by following the links below. Because this is already too much alchemy cards discussed for me, fuck you, man. I fucking wrote it for you, Danny! <laughs> Booster packs are available to purchase through the store alongside the newly introduced Mythic packs that will only contain at least or that will contain at least one mythic rare card or a mythic slash rare wild card more mythic packs were announced to be or were announced to be released as well like core set 2021 icoria layer of the behemoths and theros beyond death thorn of eldrain mythic packs were announced but will be released at another point in the future now into the historic rebalancing um, some of the cards in the standard alchemy format that were nerfed are back to their full-powered glory in Historic. Some of those cards are 
divided by zero. Ezekiel's chariot, Fizz, Haven, I love how Matt's like counting with me. Uh, Goldspan, Dragon, and Luminarch, uh, Esprit. You're tickling my fancy, Danny. <sighs> Please do it on my peripherals so I don't see it. <laughs> uh, the l- reason for all these getting reverted back to is because historic, in Historic, there is a large card pool to keep these cards in the original text in check. It doesn't mean that they won't get rebalanced back at a later date, but the Alchemy team believes they'll be resorted out or they will be sorted out by the format in general. Uh, the article also mentions that these changes will be happening closer to standard rotations going forward in the future. Note that rebalancing cards won't yield players a wild card the same way that banning cards do. Um, there is also a litany of rebalancing cards for the standard Alchemy format. How is that possible to have a standard alchemy? Alchemy well, is a completely well, different format. How can you have a standard I, alchemy? I, I, I guess I just want to make it clear that it was like alchemy itself, but with like standard cards. Because it's like historic is alchemy cards as well. And it's like the, 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 the upper half of like alchemy. I just wanted to try my best to clarify. There's just a say difference. alchemy cards. There's a difference. Because there's these, no such thing as standard but, alchemy. But, but, but no, no, these are cards that were printed in the standard set, if you continue reading. They were they're printed that got rebalanced. <clears throat> then they're just alchemy cards. Yes, but... You're just adding words on top of the word alchemy. Finish the fucking sentence and it'll make <laughs> well, sense. Well, then just don't add it. Don't, don't do it. I was going to, but you hit. You just added words that weren't supposed to be added to it. They were there. They were already there. But anyway, now that I've gone off side tangent, uh, with all these cards getting rebalanced coming from Streets of New Capenna, the link is in the description below if you are an Elkme enthusiast and are curious. Fuck Elkme. And we are not done yet. In this next bit, we're going to go... Oh, we are. <laughs> in this next bit, we're going to go over some promo cards announced... From Dominaria. I, I like how he calls it a bit. It is a bit? Bits are called, like, bits are like skits for comedy. All right, anyway. Was anyway. That a, was that not a whole, a whole skit? A whole bit? Anyway. This, you should say this portion. Dominaria remastered information, Brothers War previews, and a new secret lair. So let's go over that first bit. The promos for pre-release throughout the next year. These cards are to commemorate 30 years of magic as a walkthrough <laughs> time with certain cards that were printed in the corresponding year. So each year will have a single card that was printed in it that you will be getting in a foil retro print of those. Uh, these cards will be foil retro borders. Starting off with the upcoming Brothers War sets, the cards you can receive for playing in the pre-release are Wood Elves, Wall of Roots, Windfall, and Loyal Retainers in Simplified Chinese. The cards for Phyrexia all will be one are Core Haven, Exalted Angel, Temple of the False God, and Vindicate in Italian. March of the Machine will have an Eternal Witness, Niv Mizzet the Firemind, and Chord of Calling in Portuguese. Lord of the Rings, Tales of Middle Earth will have Glenelendra Archmage, Acidic Slime, Terastodon, and a Japanese Future Sight Tarmogoyf. Wilds of Eldraine will have Harvester of Souls, Goblin Rapplemaster, and a German Hornet Queen and a Spanish Colonia Hydra. Lost Caves of Ixalan will have a Dragonlord of Tarka, Dramatic Reversal, Path of Ancestry, and a Beast Whisperer. The unknown set after that is called 
Polo will have Domin's Veto, <laughs> Veto Thorn of the Duskrows, Deadly Disputes, and an unknown no. card from the upcoming Brothers War set, which will get preview in due time. Along with these dope-ass promo cards, there will also be Premier Play promos for qualifying for the Pro Tour 3 in 2023, beginning in January. These cards are in new art that are Mystical Disputes, Thing in the Ice, and Snapcaster Mage. Competitive Magic players love their blue spells. Speaking of, I didn't finish typing this, so I apologize. It's all good. All right, so speaking of Magic 30th Celebration, so by now, everyone should have, like, are you trying to talk about the 30th Celebration in general? What were you getting uh, after here? I was going to talk about the, there's one, the, the next meld card that was previewed for Brothers War next in the article which is mishra claimed by gix and frexian dragon engine how we talked about uh, urza and the might and meek stone to combine urza planeswalker you now have mishra and the frexian dragon engine making mishra lost to frexia oh, you're finishing your article yes i'm finishing Cards. my article there yeah that's my bad so uh mishra claimed by gix is black red two three five uh, Phyrexian Human Artificer. When it, you attack, each opponent loses X life and you gain X life, where X is the number of attacking creatures. If Mishra claimed by Gix and a creature named Phyrexian Dragon Engine are attack, attacking, and you both own and control them, exile them, then meld them to Mishra, lost to Phyrexia, it enters the battlefield tapped and attacking. Phyrexian Dragon Engine is a three colorless artifact creature, Phyrexian Dragon, with double strike. It's 2-2 when Phyrexian Dragon Engine enters the battlefield from your graveyard. You may discard your hand if you do draw three cards, and it has Unearth of three red red. It melds into a really fucking big boy here. <laughs> Mishra Lost to Phyrexia is a legendary artifact creature, Phyrexian Artificer, 9-9. When Mishra Lost to Phyrexia enters or attacks, choose three. <laughs> Target opponent discards two cards. Mishra deals three damage to any target. Destroy target artifact or planeswalker. Creatures you control gain menace and trample till end of turn. Creatures you don't control get neg one, neg one till end of turn, or create two tapped power stone tokens. That's the only card from Brothers War that they announced. But on the video, they did say that uh, they're going to represent all the colors. So white, blue for Urza, red, black for Mishra, green is going to be the other meld card that comes, and we can expect it to be Gaia or Tatiana, Tatiova. All right, nothing says magic history like a trip through our history of Dominaria, created with the cards from releases from Magic's home plane. Let's show off some more of the set, which releases the first quarter of 2023. First, in case you missed it, the packaging looks a little something like this, and they have a picture of it. And so they have a chroma and a dragon fighting each other. And then that's on the regular draft boosters. And then, I'm not going to lie, I don't know the character by sight, but it's big guy, staff, green, fist, and then green on his the top part of his staff. Uh, not off the top of my hand. But anyway, so additionally, these pre-release promo that will be available through the Wizards Play Network Store is Counterspell using the original Mark Poole art with a retro frame. And because we're so excited about this release, they're going to... Here's a bunch of the Dominaria re, remastered previews 
with cards returning from throughout Magic's history. One of which is Birds of Paradise, which comes in the uh, modern frame with the original art, a new uh, borderless frame, and then the retro-framed original art. We've got Jester's Cap with the same treatments. Time Stretch with new art. Then it has new with new art with the modern frame, new art with um, extended out, and then that same art on a retro frame. And then Tatiova, the wonderful druid out of uh, Dominaria set, gets a retro frame to it. Sneak Attack is coming back. Swords to Plowshare is in another set. And would you look at that? Magic the Gathering Arena explores the past as well with Shadows over over Innistrad remastered and then seeing as I've got a little bit of the 30th stuff they released they're basically doing an advent calendar for this thing is so badass right this one I, I'm gonna look into getting oh I'm totally buying this one yeah there's no doubt about it so you some of the necropotence dude the shark typhoon it's so right? fucking good okay so here's here's a little bit of this. So just in time for the holidays, the Secret Lair 30th Anniversary Countdown Kick is a set of 30 boosters with specialized wrappers to mark their year one for each year of magic. Inside, you'll find a card printed from that year with a twist. It comes in a style true to Secret Lair. So we've had they've brought back a lot of popular Secret Lair artists and designers for the 30th Countdown. Some of the cards they have released as far as so we can know. So Shark Typhoon's got that like movie monster poster frame. Yeah, the eighties movie. It's the same it's like the the artist from the set that gave you the Gravecrawler, yep. the Dismember, the Liliana was it the last hope in that one as well? Is it's the horror yeah, uh, yeah, video the, or hor- the, movie. the horror movie. The movie so posters the vin- that came vintage out. Vintage poster set from like the fifties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Imagine um, the same ones that came out in Midnight Hunts or whatever. Yeah, Necroponents, which has that uh, little bit of metal taste to it that Matt loves so much. It's the concert it. poster. Yep. Uh, Chrome Mox is coming out with a retro frame by mm-hmm. Dan fucking Frazier. Yeah. In the same art of like what those uh, signets were done, like yep. Dan Frazier, allied and enemy signets. It's a fucking Chrome Mox. So Birthing Pod is coming out with like the I'm. Tripping on acid art. Stained glass. If I'm not mistaken, that's the one that those uh, the slimes. It's the slimes that had that art. No, that's not. uh, That was uh, Wizard of Barge that did the one. This was the one that did uh, preordained serum visions and a couple of those cantrips. Um, But Elspeth's son's champion is coming in that retro. Is if planeswalkers have been around magic the whole time. The art on this is fucking. Almost looks like. the Celestial yep. Stars. Uh, and so then good. Nicobolus Godfaro is getting that little treatment. Little, little planes. Chibis. So Little planes. So so I, Look uh, at those eyes. So I sent this to Keegan at work and followed it up with the meme of the little kid with his fist. <laughs> That's all I see. I agree. Um, and then finally, a uh, borderless Bloodbraid Elf. Done by in the same manner as like the fairy cards that had Vanillian Click, Spell Stutter, Sprite, yeah. and a couple of those other fairies. Not going to lie. Those ones, that Bloodbraid Elf looks sexy as hell. Mm-hmm. 
So for those of you sitting here going, well, the guys are talking about it. How much is it really going to cost? Well, luckily, honestly, the Chrome mocks alone kind of buys it for you. Buys it for you. So, uh, so this kit is going to be one hundred and fifty. So one hundred and forty nine dollars and ninety nine cents. And unlike other secret Larry drops, it has a limited print. Yeah. So they, they started printing these already, uh, so they can get out to you by yeah, the holidays. Exactly. So this one, this is one that when the sale starts, go to magicsecretlayer.com on November first at nine a.m. Pacific time. So that would be eleven here. Would it be eleven? Yeah. Okay. Perfect. That's uh, about the time I take my lunch break. Anyway, Boom. and it runs through November 4th, again, going to 11 a.m. Central Time or until they're sold out. Something tells me you're not getting past the first, so make sure you set an alarm. I'm setting an alarm. Yep. Probably within the first hour. Exactly. Because not only is it just the seven cards, there's 23 other cards that are going along with this that they haven't announced. And they won't announce unless it's in a, uh, in like the website if you're curious because yeah. it's an advent calendar. Um, are you planning on getting it? That price tag is a lot. Yeah. If I have maybe the extra money, hey, there you go. maybe. So I'm really, getting, really, it's five dollars a card. Which, yeah, which is a big fucking deal. Which to, honestly, looking, which at, is with Promox alone covers quite a few of them. Well, and then Necropona and Shark Typhoon even covers a, quite a few of mm-hmm. them. And yeah, these God first, the first seven are just gonna cover. Yeah, most half secret, the cost. Most secret layers when you get the set, they're about like ten ish dollars. Yeah, per card when mm-hmm. you buy a secret layer, and these for a, a set of thirty for one hundred and fifty bucks. It's a good deal. Five bucks a card, and if they're anything like Shark Typhoon, Necropotence, Chrome Mox, it's gonna be fucking fire. This exactly. is watch, this watch, is probably gonna be the best one hundred fifty dollars that you spent in Magic watch, in a long so fucking ne- time. The the other twenty three cards are worth like five cents a piece. I mean, that is a possibility. Maybe they'll uh, do something. That, that like would that, that would be Wizards. Like, hey, look at these seven cards that are in this tw- thirty card set. That's the money cards. I mean, that's all it's worth. You never know. Um, I'm going to well, be it's, hopeful. It's just like uh, l- thinking back to the Mox Diamond and uh, that vault box. Yeah. The vault box is worth $400. The box itself? Like without the cards in no, it? No, well, I mean the set. Okay. It's probably worth more, but it's because of the Chrome Mox. Yeah. Or the Chrome Mox Diamond. Because the Mox Diamond's $850 right now. But so. Unlike some other secret layers, it sounds like they're not doing a foil and non-foil. So as a bonus, each card has a 30% chance to be upgraded to a traditional foil. And as a bonus bonus card, most regions should receive a 30th anniversary countdown kit by December 1st. So that way you can count down all of December. That's why it's a limited print run. They've already started printing it. So. So... I'm fucking jumping in on this one. This one looks fucking sick. I might have to cut a deal with you, and if you're paying attention and setting a calendar, I might have to have you grab me one, and I'll just pay you. Yeah. This is going to be super cool. So, yeah, with the the foils aspect of that, like, if it averages out, I think you have a chance to get, like, nine foils in in your ad advent calendar your countdown calendar well no each one has 30 percent chance so. yeah but overall so a 30 percent it's one and three yeah yeah out but of the 30 cards so that's like nine cards that you should roughly get that are foiled i'm gonna say this how fucking sick would it be you get to be one of the lucky ones that just gets 
I'll foil every fucking pack. There's a fucking chance. Hey, Matt, you just buy me a pack, too. I mean, if if you guys want, I'll fucking jump in on that. It doesn't say anything about, like, how many per household, per address you can get. But if I can do that, I'll fucking do that for you guys. I was about to say, you might have more readily abilities. Shit pops up at work for me. Oh, I'll stop what I'm fucking doing hauling garbage as soon as that alarm goes off. You can just I'm, pull into a parking lot and he's fine for the next I'm already, half hour. I'm already in a parking lot fucking dumping cans. It's like, I'm taking a fucking quick break to fucking enter in my information here. All right, so speaking of the 30th anniversary of Magic the Gathering. Here comes the jokes. Uh, yep, so. This is what you've been waiting for, If you've for, been folks. on our Discord, if you've been on the internet, if you've been anywhere Within that isn't the Magic Universe. under a fucking rock. Um, or even a thing in the ice. <laughs> Thanks. Um, you have by now heard about the 30th anniversary edition packs. So money grab. The the cool thing about I will I will start with the positives, and I, then I, I and then I will go sure. with the I'm gonna fucking the realistic piss, the pe- realistic. I'm opinions. gonna piss over, all over this shit. Yeah. So the really cool thing and is the fact of, hey, those of us that have not been playing Magic in all of its 30-year entirety have a chance to not... have a chance to buy a new product that we can get some of the original Power 9. You know exactly what I was about to say, and I took it back because I remembered the... I remember, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was going to say, you can buy a pack for cheap and get some of the... Never fucking mind. Nope. Nope. I'm starting ah. I'm starting positive. I'm starting positive. Are, are you though? That's my goal is to start positive and are, then I, then are I you, get to Are the you going to be able to keep it positive? Oh no, I'm going to go <laughs> off the fucking rails. Dun- Dungeon yeah, Mom is I... giving you some eyes right now in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> um so one of these obviously cool cards that you can get in either the modern frame or the retro frame is a black lotus. What? Hold on, hold on. Repeat that again. You can get a what? You can get a black lotus in a what? In a pack. You know, with with what borders? With modern or retro frame. What? I know. Anyway, so some of these other cards you can get. You can get a shivan dragon, a lamar elves, lightning bolt in Power their nine. in their original print. Like I said, I you know I got to build up go down it's all about ebb and flow dude ebb and flow there is you no gotta, such things flow with you these cards. gotta keep them coming back for more you kick like the as, ball hard like i said the beginning like i always say lightly to get the goal he has experience like, kicking these like, balls like i've said come for the news stay for the comedy hey, that's wait. why they keep coming back have you ever wanted to open up a nearly mint volcanic island because you can do so a with nearly, these packs a, a nearly mint, mint. Nearly mint, not sir, sir. Is it officially nearly mint, or it, unofficially nearly mint? Well, technically speaking, it is officially nearly mint. <laughs> that you can't play in a fucking tournament. All right, here we go. It's time to fucking go. <laughs> hold on, hold on. You said can't play in a tournament. Are you fucking blue balling me right now? No, sir? Oh no, no. See, because here, here's the other part of this too. So you can get. Plenty of cards at their original rarity. So, obviously, lands were, back in the day, a little bit more rare to get, hold including on. the basics. So no, don't tell me to hold on, sir. So, original don't t- rarity. I'm- There's no mythic? No. Sir, no. I am about to go on a rant to end all rants. No, I'm, you're not. Have at it. My, my microphone has moved off to the <laughs> side. Unplug his microphone so he can't interrupt you. So, here we go. 
Here, here is the big fucking everyone is going up in arms about this. First, I'm going to start with the reason people are pissed. None of these cards are going to be tournament fucking legal. Well, I don't think that's the reason why people are pissed. Oh, sorry. I'm just getting into the reason why people are pissed, sir. Fucking calling him out on it. Okay, okay. That's that's so, re- so here's the, the tip here's of the, the iceberg. Thing. What that's if I tip? told Matt, Matt, Matt what if I told you you could get four of these packs? Getting cards at their original wait, rarities. Wait, wait. Packs? Packs. Are you, are you saying like a booster pack? A 15-card booster pack? You will get Four of si- them. You'll get 60 cards. 60 cards. 60 cards? 60 cards. Guess how much? I was about to say. If, at if that point. Let's, you'd, let's, you'd have to guess these would be like, like you know they're the anniversary edition. 30 they're, bucks a pack. They're not tournament. 50 they're bucks not, a pack They're most. not tournament Remember, legal. VIP packs were $100. VIP packs for Modern what, Horizons what, were what are you gonna or, guess? Uh, Double Masters were 100. What are, what are so you gonna I'm going to take a stab in the dark here, and I'm just going to guess that they're 120 per pack. Oh, see, here. because of that, they got they got to up what uh, Double Masters. You, you, but here's now, a, see, you would be correct. I, I, I want to rebut his his okay. guess. Okay, okay. Those it. those VIP packs were standard were were terminal legal though. You're right; they were terminal legal, but they didn't have these things, are not. But they didn't have things like the Power Nine in them. Doesn't matter. It's the so, fact that the so you're person. locking in your guess of 120 a pack. 120 locked for, in for one single pack. Final answer. Oh, one single pack. One single pack. 120 one single pack. If there's four packs, that means that so it'll be like 500 for an even number. Five hundred dollars for, 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 for you're for, fucking wrong. Big G. What? Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm yelling. This this topic seriously pisses me off. It's a thousand fucking dollars for this shit. Four proxies. Spit four. Take. Four proxies. Spit take. It is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, cool. You you get a you get the thrill of pack hunting for the original Power Nine. Fuck you. That you can spit. So it's just like going off Discord of of your steps. <laughs> you, like, you like my you like my step five six and seven yeah, we we had uh we had casey in the discord join our discord we have some pretty funny shit going there. What, like, what, a picture what of fucking Danny channel Drink. was that on the chat lounge was it on the chat i lounge? think so or, no, i think it was in the uh, was it spoilers? spoilers the spoiler discussion okay so we we will read word for word word for word the steps for you Casey asks a question of yeah you got to read an order yeah start start an order Casey starts the question of like what is it or where can you get these from and then I reply with at thirtieth dot wizards or thirtieth edition dot wizards dot com excuse me then Danny jumps in nope that was Garrett it was Garrett first okay Garrett first was in the spoiler discussion then where you Ooh, guys it wasn't no, everyone check not. a different channel. I'm I'm in magic oh, discussion. It's now. in the it's in the spoiler images. You sons of bitches! God damn it! Okay, so here we go. Here we go. So, you know, in our Discord, we post things like spoilers of the images, and then we have a separate channel. I don't understand why you have a separate channel for discussion and the images because you're going to want to discuss the things no, no, anyway. No, but, but anyway, you can keep the pictures, and people can scroll through. Them. That makes sense. That ma- so it makes sense. Cards and I have to so, about so, so, so Matt had posted up some of these images of the thirty cards, and one of our patrons, Casey, asked, "How can I get these?" And Matt comes in. There will be a special website launched on, you know, November twenty eighth. Thirtieth edition dot wizards dot com trying to be all helpful and then here comes my fucking yeah, me, smart ass me being helpful trying to be a good I guess podcast person 
And then fucking Garrett comes in, just tromping in, saying, No, no, no. First, <laughs> sell a kidney. Second, go to the website. Third, hope for the best. Fourth, realize it was a horrible fucking mistake. And then here comes Danny. Step five, cancel your order. Step six, go and buy a $400 printer and cardstock. Step seven, print all and every proxy you ever want. And, ca- and still make money. Lol. 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 <laughs> and then Casey goes, lol. Yeah, those reprints look like they would be an expensive batch. And the freaking Nomad comes in. Maybe there's another part that we didn't learn about yet. I, for the life of me, can't figure out what it would be. Nobody nobody could be this dense, question mark. It could be, I could see this in 2019 when the economy was going bitch cakes. But 2022, what the fuck? Bitch cakes. Hashtag so, bitch cakes. So... <laughs> There obviously the main point of us putting this in the news is there's a lot of speculation and a lot of controversy with <laughs> lots. I feel that's like shortcutting it there, saying a lot of controversy. But he, here's the downside of this too: as much as everyone's sitting here and going, "Oh fuck you, wizards! Nobody's going to spend a thousand. You got those fucking people that are going to spend it, but. Then those are the people who are collectors, and that's all they do. And I mean, that's good for them. Good for them. Like they but collect, they play. It's it's not even that they just collect, but it's it's the fact that it's the 30th anniversary, and for every company out there, like hey, we've reached this massive milestone that we never knew we'd be able to get to. Yeah, would throw something to their their customers or their people who will follow them for the last 30 fucking years, and like hey, we all know that you guys are players. And not everyone has money laying around to play with, buy new cards every three months. Before you do, they really that. think that. Before you no, they don't. That I got to say that in the in the stream, they were saying that they wanted players to have an experience who couldn't get these packs to be able to first open them of and all have that first experience. First of I all, I just want to say that that was the thing. That oh, was I, I I heard uh, I heard par- Mark say this paraphrasing or whatever the actual terms were. Now you can continue. I just want to say that, I, that was the thing they wanted other players who didn't have the chance to open these packs to have the chance to open these packs. Continue. I heard I heard this portion of it from Mark. I think it was Mark who said this. Uh, Mark or Blake? Is it uh, one of the two? So if if you're gonna go off of shut up, Chris, I'm not drinking right now. Uh so just going off inflation. No. Oh. Back back in '93. Hold on, do I gotta put my fucking no? Just don't worry on. about it. Okay. back in '93. Your packs were still what five dollars? No, four dollars. Pretty sure they were still like three nine two nine nine. Fine, three bucks in '95 or '93. Yeah, I it, just just with inflation, those packs would be like what fifteen dollars yeah, off maybe, Alpha, maybe, Beta, and Revised. Maybe a little bit more. Twenty bucks. Yeah. If if you would have made this like. $25? People are like, what the fuck? $25 for proxies. But you would have had more people like, you know what? I wouldn't mind a uh, Black Lotus proxy by any chance or a Dual Land proxy for $25. And here's here's the thing. Like, when I think about proxies, like, and it even talked, we talked about it in our Discord. Somebody popped up with the, and here comes... Here comes the proxy discussion again. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with proxies. Mm-hmm. As long as 
you have the card. Like for me, for me, yep. Proc and obviously for you, it's a different story. There yep. are different variations of this, but it, like if it's a you have the deck tick fully together, mm-hmm. and you are playing it in a more than just with friends, yeah, kind of setting. Yeah, you're going to a sanctioned event. You're going to an event. If you have proxies in it, you need to at least establish, hey, I have this card. For yep. me, I only, I do not put my original duels that I oh, have. Yeah, in for the sure. Deck. That's money cards. They are in my fucking safe. They're in they investments. Are, they are triple sleeved, where it's a double sleeve, a, du- a, a tight sleeve, a sleeve. A perfect fit, a sleeve, and then and a then hard, hard case. case. Yep. How much was I off? So, average, uh, with, with inflation, if prices were what they are now back in 95 a price of a booster pack would be eight or four dollars 83 cents so about the same price yeah a little more because you get them for 3.99 or the set boosters are 4.99 so they're like you know what we're just gonna put 200 percent on these proxies and uh say fuck you so i mean so back to this like so i obviously proxy those cards and there's obviously different reasons to proxy Yep. You're testing out a deck before you buy all the pieces. Yep. Because some of the pieces are ridiculously expensive. That's right. So, like our dear friend Danny sitting across from me at the table has his group hug deck proxied out, and he's starting to piece it together, and once he finds trades, Slowly, maybe. he gets cards. Yep. Or Matt and I go, hey, Danny needs this card. Here you go. I think I've done that with a few of your cards. Yeah, you, you have. But I also just like to make decks and then just switch it out. Say, like, you know what? I'm going to make a new deck and just Danny play that deck. has the fucking printer, bitch. <laughs> but then there are other people that just... If I'm going to get proxies, I'm just going to spend a couple dollars on paper and cut them out myself. But that's the kind of thing. Like, if you're going to test the cards and you want, to, you want to do more than what I do with, like, testing out a card where I just grab... a now uh like a proxy token card mm-hmm. where it's a two-faced card and it's a placeholder one i just fucking write the shit with a permanent marker on the card but you take it a step further you actually make the you like print out the cards and put them in there so that way hey cool this is the exact text of the yeah. card i don't have to look it up yeah type of thing yeah because i have one proxy like that's like uh it's what title uh, barracuda oh yeah. it was. it's like oh cards have flash Opponents can't cast spells in your turn. And here's Matt Exactly. So, I mean, there's times where you have to do something like that, but. Exactly. I understand proxies, but when the mothership, it's like, you know what? We well, don't I, like, we don't like proxies. Proxies are banned. But you know what? We're going to print off these proxies of the original sets and charge you an arm and a leg and actually a month's rent. Or a mortgage payment right. for these fake cards. I, I do want to pull up proxies and their their definition in Magic rules and anything that's not from the original set is a proxy. Proxies are uh, uh, paraphrasing here are cards that judges write on to deem as a representation of a card that is not tournament legal, whether that be curled, damaged, or something to where you can still play with your deck as is with the judge proxy in there, but not get 
uh, a, a, a strike like DQ'd yeah. for playing a damage card for uh, mark playing marked cards. And exactly. Stuff. So you put and that's a, like the you put a proxy card in, the and then you have the you have the original own cards to the side. Yeah, you you have your your. That's a rough your, your card bo- your card book of the cards that are supposed to be in your deck that obviously you can't play with. Exactly. And and that's like paraphrasing what the official rules of what a proxy is in magic. There's not many uh, many rules that uh, uh, quotes have proxy in the rules to 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 say in the REL the rules enforcement level degree of magic where proxies are a judge thing to uh allow a player to keep playing their deck mm-hmm. even if they're with the foiling and stuff to, yeah. to where it's like oh they're marked cards but seriously they're not marked cards this is just how the fucking card came yeah. uh the, the the most recent thing that i could think of was the kest dissident mage where the only printing of that was in the commander decks and they were foiled like a fucking hot dog bone yeah. and there's a lot of players at that point before the pandemic that happened where they're like we had to get for proxy judge proxy cards of the card to get made before they got printed in Modern Horizons one two or whatever and shit like that. But yeah, the rough rough um, paraphrasing of what a proxy is according to Magic rules. But it just goes on to the fact that these are not real cards. Ah, but there, there's but, no, there's but, another thing to it too. But they're charging you an arm and a leg for them. There isn't. And, there's and you and you also have and you also have no guarantee you'll ever get any of the good ones. Right. First off, oh hold on, let me know when I can fucking do my whole spiel. You, here. you go I, right ahead I, whenever I, I, you want. I got a good fucking spiel. I'm just whenever you're I'm just, done with this bit here. I'm just, I just, yeah, I don't know. I'm yeah, it's so, so it's a money grab. It's so some I, of the other stuff that has come up because of this is obviously a lot of the power nine and a mm-hmm. lot of the things are on the reserved list. So a lot of people are coming up going, well, what the fuck? You're printing new cards on the reserve list. Mm-hmm. So there's another article that is on bleedingcool.com that kind of talks about this a little bit. So when posed with the inquiry, does magic or does wizards consider the 30th anniversary edition a breach or violation of the reserve list? And they're talking to Blake Rasmussen here. So yep. why, why or why not? And so he answers the following the 30th anniversary edition is a commemorative collectible product celebrating 30 years of magic while we understood the public conversation about the reserve list can sometimes be varied the official reprint policy can be found here and they provide a link in it it specifically states all policies described in the document only apply to tournament legal magic cards so this is probably why All the cards are non-tournament legal. And Wizards of the Coast may print special versions of the cards not meant for regular gameplay, such as oversized cards. 30th edition, 30th anniversary edition is not tournament legal and are special commemorative versions of the cards not meant for gameplay. What this means is you can contain a piece of magic and you can have a form that is officially sold by magic and wizards and you can spend $1,000 to get four packs that have 15 cards apiece. And like we already said, you don't have the chance. Of, you don't have a guarantee of getting any or all of the Power 9, any or all of the dual lands. 
So it's just, it's this whole thing where it's like, cool. If you want to do something like this, that's fucking awesome. Why in God's name? Like I could, I have a funny feeling. A lot of the magic community. Yes. Would still be pissed at a $500 price tag to this, but they would be a whole hell of a lot less pissed than the thousand dollar price tag right now. Well, this is even rough. even five hundred dollars is out of the range for it, a lot of people. It's out of the range. You're right. That's that's where that's where I came up with like, hey, twenty dollars a pack. Like, you'll get a mi- lot more people to buy was, it at twenty dollars a pack than one hundred and fifty, two hundred dollars a pack. Even they're, even they're making two fifty a pack. Exactly. But I'm just, but I'm just saying it's like and with Vips being the 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 next step down of most expensive packs being at a hundred dollars per pack. And you know that are tournament legal. Are tournament legal cards. They are, and people were fucking flipping tits like a hundred fucking dollar well, back end shit for that. That's a lot of fucking money for fifteen cards. But also remember, too, so you have no chance of fir- actually getting what you need. The first double masters VIP packs were the precursor to collector packs. Yeah, they were. Yes. Well, the, and they actually were collector packs. Yeah, they were just known they as were, VIPs. They were different because they were the first ever. Yep. Doing of this, and now every every set. We generally will have some form of a collector's booster. Yep. Which, if you want to go off of that, where it's like, okay, cool, here's the thing. Yes, these aren't tournament legal, but they are a special printing of some of the original badass cards of Magic. And we're going to use collector's boosters and VIP packs as the pricing point. 50 bucks a pack. $50 a pack. $50 a pack. You, because you'd still because have a, you'd still have a lot of gripe. You'd have gripe, but you're going you're making a a point where it's hey, these are more special than collectors boosters, but they're not as special as VIP packs because they're not tournament legal. Because think, I, of, think I, about I, that. I, I I get where you're coming from, but it's still a fact that collector boosters. Yeah, they're so. The collector booster from Universe Beyond, which is not standard legal, not terminate legal, even was, Infinity. Well, Infinity, whatever. It was still twenty six dollars a pack. Exactly. That's what you know. Mark it up a bit because it it is a special commemorative anniversary but, pack. But I'm 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 just saying this pack right here is not standard legal or terminate legal because it is it's, an unset. It is tournament it's legal. Tournament legal. You can play some cards, cards with the exception of the air. You but, but even but even the acorn cards you can play in an untournament. Yes, which is a sanctioned event still through Wizards. As uh, was was it mentioned, the reason why these cards are not tournament legal, I don't think you mentioned. The yeah, reason. I did because it's a way yeah. around the reserve list. But the back specifically on them. Did you talk about? Oh, the back? sorry, sorry. The back. Um, so it it's it's a special back. So it's not the original backing of a Magic card. Yeah, it is your typical. Brown Deckmaster, the yep. pips. It is. It's a uh, Magic Thirtieth, and it has a Black Lotus print on the original Black Lotus print on the back, um, with a special frame and everything, and it says Thirtieth Anniversary Edition at the bottom. It's gold. Yeah, back so, is gold. Border. So the I mean, fronts are it's black it's just this weird thing where it's we could honestly we could go on and on and all night about this and probably get drunk off our asses talking about how much bullshit this is but i feel like we can narrow it down to money grab this is some bullshit obviously 
I feel like the three of us represent more of the magic community than anyone that sits up at Wizards, and basically, yeah, it's 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 funny because they they came out this announcement, and like a week later, Hasbro announced how they're cutting cutting costs and making more profit. Yeah, it was the same day. Was it the same day? Yeah. Same day they on that investor call they were talking about increasing their uh, profits by. 50%. 30, I thought it was 30%. 50%. That's what they wanted. By 2025 was increasing their profits by 50% by 2025. But so, and it's just the, it's the fact that it's, it's proxies. They're not tournament legal. If you want to obviously get a profit off of it, I get it. But good God. If you're wanting to make, like, yes, I understand you've got the collectors in the world who will pay an arm and a leg for some shit. Yep. But the average players who maybe did not play Magic at the time of these cards being standard legal, and you want to give those players that kind of experience of chasing those cards, which back then, like, yeah, they were used, and they were used to maybe some of the same extent, but even some people, like, just thinking about when I started playing Magic, in 2009 and sitting and going okay cool oh i could get some of these original Mm -hmm. alpha beta Mm -hmm. revised cards oh cool these original dual lands that i can't play in a tournament and there's not really a a popular format yet yet yeah to play these in i could get i think at that time i could get most of them for like 50, 100 bucks. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, all the original dual lands are multiple hundred dollars. Four hundred dollars. Multiple hundred dollars. Yep. Um, depending on which one you're looking at. And even even some of this stuff with the Power 9, too. Yes, it was well known as the Power 9 even back then when yep. EDH slash Commander started. started wasn't so popular. Yep. Those, again, now obviously prices have increased due to popularity and demand and supply being super low because those cards are on the reserve list Mm -hmm. but it's like holy shit come on like so so if i were to get if i were to actually buy proxies rather than print them yeah i'd actually go to etsy and actually have someone make them i'll see for for five dollars a card but here's the thing there's there's an even better way like the proxies i have are from wish same as well, it's the same thing as Etsy. It's like it's the same. It's, I'd have someone like, make it for me. Here, and here's the thing: like those proxies, like yeah, some of them look really good, but as soon as you feel them, you know they're fake. Like yeah, and that's the idea. You don't. And we had this conversation when we had the big proxy debate. What almost a year ago? Was it a year ago? I thought it was like somewhere at the beginning of 2022 when we had this fucking debate. Almost a year ago. Holy shit, yeah. It's, it's almost, almost the end of 2022. It's almost a, it's almost a year ago, yeah. Somewhere the the big point I made is you can have the fanciest proxies, alt arts that you want. They shouldn't feel like a real card. It's it's not the fact that they shouldn't feel like a real card. Or, or they can't you, look like the real card. You Well, no, because they can look like the some of the proxies I have look like the real cards, but they don't feel. So oh. it's one of the two. You either have the card that looks like it doesn't feel like it, or you have the card that doesn't look like it. It feels like a real card. Mm-hmm. Either way, it's don't try to sell the fucking shit and try to make a profit. Like an 
the original printing card profit. Like, yeah, proxies are yep. obviously you're going to spend five bucks a card on Etsy for a proxy for for a card that actually is cardstock. But yes, but that's the thing is like, don't try to make an overabundance of a profit on True. it because yep. it's not a sanctioned card. Yeah, you just you just price it at the point of how much it took of your time to make time and product and yep. usage of your supplies. You, you, you guys ready for my me, me stepping in here for some some harsh questions potentially? Go sure, as long it. as we can then get to get to everything else we need to get oh, to. We could totally get to everything else. Okay. So first and foremost, when it comes to a proxy and talking about like the feel and like the the selling the card, if you have one of these fucking thirtieth edition black lotuses. Would you buy list it for $100 or for $5 because it's a proxy? Honestly, here's the thing. Like if I were to get one of these and I was able to get my hands on one for whatever reason, however I got it, obviously hoping legally got it. I will see however I legally got it. For me, I'm enough of a player and a collector that I wouldn't sell it. But if you had the if card, I had to, you had the card in hand. Someone came up to you and was like, "I'll give you five dollars for that proxy card." Would you to no. part with? Here's the a thing. Black no. Lotus? Why? With, why would you not? If I had the Black Lotus and if I would have spent of, of the thirtieth edition, if I would have had a Black Lotus, Black Lotus, if I had a Black Lotus from that, which is and if someone offered proxy. me five dollars for it, it cost me a thousand dollars to get it. There's no way in hell I'm selling it for five dollars. But it's a proxy. But here's the it's thing. Not... But here's but here's the thing. Yeah, it may be a proxy, but it cost me a thousand dollars to get it. Can you look at that as you just picking up something at a stupid bad deal? I'm still not taking a loss at it. No, if you're if, not. if if I'm taking if I'm going to take if someone's but here's the thing though if I'm ta- if I'm taking a loss for it, I'm keeping it unless I can gain all that money back. Of course, I mean that's how most businesses. So, stuff like, what, like since you since you bought your like since you bought your motorcycle for how much was it? Eight thousand dollars. Yeah. Would you take two thousand for for it? Depreciation, yeah. Would you take two thousand dollars for it right now? If I look at the Kelly Blue Book, but that, I that, bet that, you that, your bike's worth six thousand dollars right now. Would you take two thousand for it? I would probably take two thousand for it. It's if, all, if, it's if all you, dependent. If you on could, if you could sell your six, if you can sell for six, you take two. If you're selling it for six, if you post it online for six, nobody is buying it at six, but you want to get it out of your hair, you're going to be fucking but, moving but down here's the price the thing, to figure out where the market that's, price is. That's, that not, that's not what you asked me. But no, the, no, no, I'm the asking, po- like, you, someone you, comes up to you is you have a black lotus, and they're like, oh, you think so it's a proxy? That, I'll give then you my $5 question is, for that if proxy. If someone offered you $2,000 for your bike right now, would you sell it? I would not sell it. Exactly. Exactly. So is it a proxy? The black lotus? It doesn't matter. It's a fucking... But you, but you just missed my answer for your question. No, no, no. no. The, the, the deep-rooted part, portion of the question is like you would not sell a fucking Black Lotus saying that it's a proxy because most proxies you could buy for online for like five bucks. You would yes. not sell this 30th edition but, proxy but you didn't listen, for $5. But you didn't listen to my answer. I spent $1,000 on it. Why would I sell it for $5? 
because you said it was a proxy. If you look at the rest of the proxy yeah. market, everything is else, everything else is five dollars. Yeah, that looks like but a, here's, just a stupid purchase already of a person to be like, oh, I spent a thousand dollars on a fucking proxy. And it's but that's that's not your question proxy. though. That wasn't your question. My question was, would you would you sell your proxy that I spent a thousand dollars on? Yes. I would not sell it for five dollars. If I were you, to make it, I would does, sell it for five dollars. Would that so does that mean that it is it, not a proxy? It's still a proxy, but I'm just saying. <laughs> but a proxy, you could just you could you can make the exact same. Matt, you're making me sound like an idiot. I'm not making you sound. But like you an idiot. are. But here's the here's the thing. You're telling me if I were to buy something for a thousand dollars, if someone offered me two dollars or five dollars for it, would I sell it for five dollars? But if I going, wouldn't. But it doesn't matter what it is. I would not sell it for five dollars. If you bought it for two thousand and someone came up to you to sell it for five thousand, with the rest of the value of everything of what it's clarified as as a cheap, the proxy. The, the, you, the, you're, the, the you're, that, your question your question is just making everyone who answers it sound no no the stick that i'm going at is that these collector editions are not meant for us the thing that i was oh no i'm 100 agreeing with you it's not meant for anyone who doesn't have money to waste i mean thousands of dollars to waste but again it's proxies. I would never spend a thousand dollars on four packs. They're official magic cards. It doesn't matter. They're fucking everybody. They're, they're officially unofficial. They're officially <laughs> official. But these are meant for a certain subsect of these players. are meant for the whales of whales. Not yes. whales. They're meant for content creators. A lot of the people that have a content creator gig. Uh, here's, we're, we're, here's, we're definitely not one of them. Here's the thing. You can get a tax write-off on this fucking $1,000 product. Even, you open even, this shit. You become a fucking player that's like, look at me opening these four packs. And then all of a sudden, all these uh, these players that are like, oh, My question is, the biggest contact creator out there for investing in magic, pl- magic cards. Well, what? what Who's what? watching Investing Magic? People are watching Magic players to play the game or for box breaks. So first first of all, if you li- if you watch Twitch streamers, the Magic players, how many of them have $1,000 to waste on four packs? You can write it up. It doesn't matter. Text. It doesn't matter. How it many matters. Of, how many of them have 4,000 or have $1,000? A lot of people a lot of people who have like big fucking content creation gigs, they got to start like an LLC. They got to fucking start a separate well, fucking bank account for this, this and is, in their taxes. It's like, look at this. I just bought a $1,000 product that I can now write off on my taxes and not actually take a fucking loss on this shit. Like tell like look at this. The way when I first saw this, I'm like, this is meant for content creators that are doing fucking box openings that are meant for fucking people to aspire so to first, this. The so my, same my thing question, of like people my, that are opening alpha original my alpha packs question, that like us are looking at. It's like, I want to open up a fucking My alpha question my mountain. question to you is how many of them actually buy their shit? That, that's the thing. They buy it, they get the tax right. No, that's they get that's, that shit later. that's not my question. How many of them are actually buying things? They have to buy it in the beginning. Are they? They, they are have they? some form of credit card they have some sort of like amount of money how, that is how many up. how many of them are getting p- given cards or packs up oh, by by for, by their sponsors first off yes there's a lot of fucking how, content how creators many, that are how, getting this kind of shit so you can look online and see that wizards is giving a bunch of different content creators like these packages uh so, dominator so matt, united boxes matt, of matt, shit but this is matt, the thing where matt like, you're a content you're a creator why aren't you buying these right you're a content off? creator why are you not buying it this this podcast is under you this podcast is under all of us i don't and get it i don't get a tax bill of, of the year 
No, you get a tax bill at the end of the year? Fun fact. I haven't been here for a full year yet. Fun fact. We're a hobby podcast. We're not a fucking business. But I'm just saying. When you got people like the Command Zone, you got people like Talia Vest, you got people like all these, all these other content creators. You will get, you will look on Twitter, you will look on fucking YouTube, you will look on fucking Twitch, and they will have. Look at this! I got 30th edition anniversary magic pack. I'm gonna be opening, and how? that's gonna have fucking players be like, how? "I'm aspiring to get this shit." How many times are they just giving it to you, given to them by wizards? It's a possibility. No, it's a guarantee. We, we don't know how many of these fucking boxes Com- of these 30th edition. Command Zone, for for instance, There's- is probably given 90% of their stuff by wizards to them. Exactly. Uh, actually, by Card Kingdom and Ultra Pro. Pro what I'm just sponsors. saying, I'm just saying it's how. Yeah, they do, they like do make how, it clear how if often, it's wizard sponsors. How often, how often do those two hosts actually buy their stuff? I don't know the fucking ins unless ads. Unless they're for the personal decks that they play on like uh, play against or whatever that are their series is game nights. game nights there we go like how often other than those decks how often do they buy like their cards that is a that is a, a good question question and, i don't know and so here here you, your question it brings up a good point obviously yes and dungeon mom brought it up in the in the in the twitch stream uh, these are official proxies from from the mothership so there's going to be a difference and i'm trying to bring it down trying to calm everyone the fuck down. oh it's just the fact that matt i am trying to calm everyone the fuck down matt asked a question that made no matter who answered it look fucking dumb no it's not making it look fucking dumb it's like just point putting this out into a fucking open you're looking at a product that's a thousand fucking dollars i know this this is meant for people in the magic community it's not meant for people in the magic community because people in the magic community are schmucks like all of us that go to fucking j-dubs that play fucking commander on a thursday night we don't don't like you trying to answer his questions it's not meant for us it's meant for content creators i I 100 percent agree with you incentives for doing this shit i 100 percent agree with you then what are we arguing because you asked a stupid question it's an accurate question and i gave you an actual answer and you call it a stupid question dungeon mom i have i have the same feeling right now (laughs) matt's making popcorn and i'm bringing the butter popcorn emoji okay okay Garrett was holding hold his fingers to his nose. He has a, he has a comment on this. Danny, we've we've he, had like five he, minutes of this bullshit. Here, here's my comment. Because you wouldn't let me answer the question. You I, answered the question. I think we're done with this. Game. Are we though? I think. <laughs> are we though? At this juncture, I don't think we are. At this fucking juncture, <laughs> sir, sir, you've been gone for three weeks. <laughs> Danny wants to keep going. <laughs> at this fucking juncture of the episode, we are done having this argument. This is not an argument. We're, Dungeon Mom and I would disagree with you. <laughs> She's here for the comedy, not for the news. Bless you, Edith. You are an angel among devils. That's what I say every week. Come for the news, stay for the comedy. That's why we have these one viewer. <laughs> but this juncture of the episode isn't comedy. This is two friends yelling at each other for no reason. Because Matt's dumb won't take my answer. <laughs> I'm taking your answer. I'm just asking another fucking question about The same an- same question, though. Is that the same question? It was. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Summarize. No, we are not married. Summarize. Everybody, give one fucking sentence on this whole shtick. 
It's a money grab. That should never have happened. For for a company that's been th- that's celebrating 30 years and a, hey, you know what? We're going to celebrate the players for playing for 30 years and slap them in the face with these four fucking packs for a thousand bucks. I can't, I, I, that I can't was give a very you that. long compound sentence. I can't give you that compound sentence without saying the fact. Fucking Hasbro and Wizards of the Coast is a corporation that is meant to do money grabs with all their shit. It's, Look, it's, Dominator United it's, had Legends cards put in their fucking packs as so a way to sell more fucking packs how is that not a money grab in general and then you look at this and it's like yes <laughs> let's get more fucking money <laughs> Edith, <laughs> Edith. i i want to point out that after my competition for weightlifting where i stopped drinking for a month was done i have not drank it's a big bottle in i have not drank this much up. Hold that up. Let them see. I have not drank this much, and this is a 7.5, and we've all taken some pulls out of it, but I've gotten some beers down, too. I have not drank this fucking much, and you guys are stressing me out, man. You, you're welcome, Garrett. So, so to your your answer, your statement of... Has, Wizards is a corporation. Everything but here's, they do is but a fucking here, money grab. But here's the thing. So, I don't, I don't honestly blame Wizards. They're fucking I, making this, and you're fucking bitching no, about No, no, th- this, this is all Hasbro. Oh, okay. this so has ha- to, this has it. Hasbro okay. written all over it. Okay, because that 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 can definitely go down a whole separate. Fucking this is level. fucking Hasbro. If Wizards, if Wizards was this individual company like it was a few years ago, I don't think Wizards would have done this as a company because Wizards was for the player. Really, it's Hasbro who's made. It's same thing with Universe Beyond. They've made hey. We got this game that's great. Let's make 30 fucking versions of it with different fucking themes. Let's wreck the game for everyone. That's what they're doing with magic. Oh, God. Would you look at that? It's time for the conjured currency. Yeah, it's time for my <laughs> me to go to fucking bed. Danny, you need an Adderall. Or not an Adderall. Uh, Ambien. Ambien. Yeah. <laughs> and along with the other meds. <laughs> uh, oh, fuck. I blame Hasbro for all this bullshit. I can, I can uh, at least guarantee that this will not be the last that you heard of some sort of like, God comment damn like this. Oh, we didn't we didn't finish our sentences. Danny kind of gave an expanded compound sentence. That was my sentence. I know pauses. Garrett, what's your sentence to, to that's finalize his, this? That's his sentence. His I'm like banging this. my head against the wall. That was the microphone, the, sir. These these pack, 30th edition. The, the 30th edition packs to me are just, I see the attention. I see the draw to them. I'm not going to be buying these ones. I see no draw to them. My sentence is, this is not as bad as everybody is fucking making it out to be. Because we could, we could go down. Say that again? This is not as bad as everybody is making it out to be. Who the fuck? Who the fuck? cares about a thousand dollar pack of fucking beta cards you're not already buying a fucking watery gray or uh underground sea you're not already buying a fucking tiger you're not bl- buying any of the power nine. First off fun fact eight of the nine power nine are not legal in commander well, yeah and if you're looking at this product as being a commander fucking made product it's not for them already where fucking nine eight of the cards are not fucking commander legal that everybody talks about it's all fucking like finance speculators and shit that are picking this up or it's also just going to be content creators that are doing box openings up on YouTube for this shit. They're 
Con- so here's the thing, though. Back to my statement before. Content creators aren't buying this. They're not. They're fucking like. Working so I, I, I don't know they're, why. No, no, I don't know why you keep bringing them up because they're, they're, they're not. It. They're, they're gonna, not buying it though. You're gonna be fucking looking up at the end of 2022, beginning of 2023. There are gonna be people that are like, "Look at me! I got a fucking 30th edition fucking box." Yeah, and because I'm they were come watch with me because and they, they got were, a fucking tax write off on that shit. No, they did not because it was given to them by their by That's their sponsor. That's not the case. Not everybody's fucking given that shit by sponsors. Fun, if if, if it was not stated if, earlier. WPN stores are getting a single copy of this, and premium stores are getting three copies of this. And it's like, are you looking at Tarantula or fucking Fusion Gaming just being like, yeah, you guys can have a fucking box of this. I'm not trying to sell a fucking $1,000 product to the whales of the community that would be like, I'll give you like even $750 of this so that way I can open it up on stream and have something that creator or fucking Magic players can aspire to open. Be like, you always wanted it open to have your chance have a chance at a fucking taiga at a tundra at a fucking underground sea any of the power nine and but, this so, is like so here's here's so here, here's the thing if, you, if you're, if you're bullshit if you're going down that path put that thousand dollars that you would get for these official from wizards proxies and go buy the card like the professor says it best buy the fucking singles you're not wrong with that but as of right now, all corporations know that the market create the the, the markets uh, the, the the creator space of fucking selling product is where it's at. Content creation sells product. When you have a fucking person that is like their own brand, so if so you can- have if you have Markiplier opening up a fucking box of 30th edition. <laughs> Yeah, and stores aren't having to buy them either. Dungeon Mom's saying stores are WPN stores getting a free fucking copy of this shit that they could do whatever the fuck they want with. It's not saying that they have to just give it away. They could sell it. And there's definitely going to be some sort of like secondary mark markup on this shit. But I think this thing is geared towards content creators no. to open up for big names like Cassius Marsh, for fucking people like uh, I imagine fucking Tappy Toe Claws, uh, Command Zone, they're gonna be fucking having these boxes opening up on the stream or something like that. Like, but they're not buying it. Modern beta cards, but they're getting that, and it's fucking they're, making people aspire I'm not, I'm not, to this shit. So here's the thing: I'm not arguing that they're getting it, but I'm arguing the fact that they're not buying it. But they're still open it. This but shit th- is that's for content that's, creators. That's who's, not what I'm trying to get at. Who's though? this shit going into the hands of? Content creators. Conjured currency. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I, I'm just what saying. Like five minutes. If yeah, maybe the f- top five people of content creators from Magic are getting them. Yes. Let's 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 make a let's make a note. Let's check back. I would, end, of, end of January. So, so here's, end of January. Here's, see how here's many people have opened up if, a thirtieth edition had, pack. If I had a thousand dollars right now, I'd go buy three packs of revised. Yeah, but what but is, here's the thing: I'd be getting three packs of official resi- revised cards that are actually worth money, rather than proxies. These are collector quote. These are roughly what a collector edition already is. They're the same kind of a thing. Like, fun, fun fact: Magic but the Gathering is a not only a TCG but them. it is a CCG. Fucking uh, casual, casual play is one of the biggest formats in Magic the Gathering, where 
sanctioned events doesn't fucking matter you play with what you fucking got you have a fucking printed deck of all your fucking cards sanctioned play does not mean a shit to you and it does not mean a shit to 90 percent of the magic community as has been stated by mark rosewater wizards of the coast kitchen table which brings back the biggest which fucking group of magic players which brings back my initial statement of this is a slap in the face of 99% of all magic players. 90% of magic players don't give a fuck about this. Because it's a slap in the face. The 10% that give a fuck about this are the enfranchised anyway, players. We're enfranchised hey, players. How's, how's the last three weeks been for you? I just want to get to the conjured currency, <laughs> man. I'm tired. We're, we're pushing uh, even further past than we normally do. We do. And we still got a thought cast that we got to get We're not to. doing that anymore. We're doing the thought cast. No, we're Qu- not. I'm quickly cool just going to read over. Gonti's Aether Heart is moving up in price. <laughs> it's because of uh, fucking Mishra in the Brothers War that's coming out. You can make a copy. make a lot, a lot of infinite turns and shit like that. It jumped up. It's what? Going for $7? Pre- Before this, it was a dollar fucking mythic from Aether Revolt. So there you go. You should have. Gonti's Aether Heart. Check out MTG stocks. They're amazing. <laughs> There we go. We're fucking covering this shit. <laughs> Next up, we have Spirit of Resilience <laughs> jumped up this almost fast, <laughs> doubled in price. If a uh, if you control a permanent of each color, prevent all damage that would be dealt to you. This is a card because of the painbow shit that's going on with Jerichotholion and whatever his brother's name is. Those things are doing well in the Commander Sphere. Is moving up in price, and then of course, of course, you got Arden Plea, which is Cascade decks in Modern. Fucking blue white control Cascade shit. It's moving up almost doubled in price. It's nine dollars. Uh, fucking check out the links for TCG or MTG stocks and stuff like that. Speaking of MTG stocks, TCG Sniper, they got some good fucking deals and shit going on for you. They're a, a price tracking website. Hey, you forgot the cheap pickups. Oh, cheap pickups. cheap pickups, you jackass. Okay, who's taking that? Fight it between <laughs> between the monks of you. Who? Wow. <laughs> All right, so we've got the... <laughs> Can't even say it now. <laughs> I fucking caught you off guard on that, bitch. Karn's Bastion. We've got Karn's Bastion moving up because of the MTG Stocks Penny Stocks feature, which features recently products that are bottomed out that are starting to make an upward trend. And then Glyphs of the Unthinkable is sitting at $1.89, and it is stabilizing out. And this is from the Double Masters 2 printing. And then Noble Hierarch is at $12, slowly moving down. This is the Ultimate Masters version. And if you're looking to pick up any of these wonderful cards at a cheap price, or you're looking to find those cards that... Holy shit, I have these in my collection. I have 20 of them, and they're selling for 7 bucks pop now, and they're only a bulk card before. Head on over to TCG Sniper. Get their premium package signed up for free. If you or if you say the guys from This Week in MTG sent you, they will give you three months of their premium, which you can get up to 50 products listed on the list, and they will notify you. Yes, I said products, not just cards, because you can put sealed on there as well. You can. You just can. love the hand movements between two. And and you will get notified when they get to that upper price that you want to sell them at or they get to that low price that you want to pick them up at. So make sure to go there. And if you decide not to even tell them that the guys that this week in MTG sent you and just do their free package, you get five products still. So that either way, it's a great thing. You get fun stories based off of it. And now here we go. Thoughtcast. Fuck, Mary, kill. <laughs> Sloppity 
bile piper, pink horror, gene stealer, patriarch, Danny started off. I have no idea what these cards are. Of course you did. You didn't click the fucking links, you <clears throat> motherfucker. Because I had work to do. Now, are we basing on abilities or looks? You tell me. Nope. You fuck, tell, you tell fuck, me. You fuck, made the thought cast. Fuck, Mary kill. Look at the pictures. Tell me. Who would you fuck? Who would you marry? Who would you kill? All right. I'm marrying the, the, the sloppy. Just, just hold your... Thoughts. Well, um, well, I'm. I've got I, the cards I, I, pulled up on mine. Yeah, I gotta pull up I'm, for you. I'm, so you can I'm look. pulling it up on mine because I have to see all of them. I guess. Oh God! Gene Steeler Patriarch. <laughs> Pink Horror. You can read what the card does to help uh, decide your choice of fuck, Ooh. marry, kill here. Okay. <laughs> and sloppy bile um, Fun fact: I just chose them for all for their names. <laughs> I kind of figured you were done that. <laughs> so, honestly, I'd probably fuck sloppy, marry pink, and kill patriarch. Can't give any reasons why. No, that's all not, for we're their not abilities. Going, we're not going in All okay, for no. their abilities. Okay, okay. Because fuck Infect. <laughs> I'd kill Infect right away. It's not Infect. It's Infection. It's Doesn't infection. matter. Doesn't matter. It's Infect. <laughs> uh, I'd marry the Izzet because that's a love ability of mine. Um, And I would... <laughs> fuck the Sloppity Bile Piper. Yeah. Just because I was... The only fuckwell of the two. <laughs> so I'm marrying the bile piper because you know what? If that's the only fuckable out of the ones, I'm fucking that one for the rest of my life. The pink horror, I'm killing because <laughs> god damn it, they're ugly as shit. I and thought you, that right away too. I was like looking at him, I was like, I didn't fucking kill those guys right away. But and, then the, read the, and the patriarch, you know what? Sometimes you just gotta be the little spoon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid of those claws. Like I said, sometimes you just gotta be the little spoon. Yeah, that's a little spoon I don't want to be. Okay, so I'm fucking the pink horror because they become multiples of themselves and who hasn't want uh, some sort of bukkake dream? (laughs) Marrying. That's not how that, that's not the word. Marrying the gene stealer patriarch because if they're in charge of shit, you don't have to worry about a lot of other shit. They're taking good care of you. Gene Steeler Patriarch. Marrying. And then you're just going to be killing the sloppity bile piper because who wants to be looking to fuck? Who wants to be listening to fucking bagpipes at all? Kill that motherfucker. It's a bile piper. It's not a big piper. Bile, bag, close enough. Both have a sack that you don't want to be fucking around. Well, we're all three different. Yep. <laughs> I feel like we, based off of Edith's response in the Twitch chat. <laughs> Might have just lost our one streamer that stays with us during the whole episode. Uh, she's probably loving this right now. <laughs> yes. It, thank you. <laughs> Fucking thank you. I guess I'd come for the news, get lost somewhere along the episode, and just stay for the comedy. Hope that the comedy leads you back to the end of the trail. Hopefully. Thank you to all you legendary magic folk for making it to the end of episode one. 58 of this weekend they probably didn't if you did uh send us a fucking message 
send us a post on Twitter, Facebook, and say, uh, fuck, Mary kill of your choice. Let us know your fuck, Mary kill. That way we know you made it to the end of the episode. We have to know what your fuck, Mary kill is of sloppity bile piper, pink horror, and gene sealer patriarch. Let us fucking know. Maybe we should have this podcast every single week. <laughs> a fuck, Mary kill every single yep, week? Yep. You got to find three cards, Matt, every week. I got to find? Yep. I found these three. You Doesn't find matter. fucking nope. three. Okay. It's... You best believe I'm going to be choosing fucking like uh, Boggle and Elf. What Elf? We'll go with. Doesn't matter. It's an Elf. It's an elf. He said Boggle, so it has to be a, a certain Elf. Uh. Slippery Boggle. Next week will be Slippery Boggle. It'll be uh, whatever the Land of War horror is. <laughs> and uh, Garrett's gonna fall asleep over here. The 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 final one, dude. I'm laying in bed normally these last six weeks at this time. <laughs> You're getting old. Some sort of Grixis demon. I'll figure out the list for next week. Stick tuned for the fuck Mary kill of next week. Uh, if you oh made it boy. to the end of this episode, pat yourself on the back. You're You're always sleeping. A champion. Not only have you listened through uh, the tangents of Magic 30th Edition and shit like that, that, but you listen to the Fuck Mary Kill section of this. Um, We want to give a big thank you to J Dub Sports Cards and Gaming. Oh my god, it's dawning on me. They're fucking supporting a Fuck Mary Kill. J Dubs, thank you. Should bring that up to Josh next time (laughs) you see him. Also, if you guys want to support this Fuck Mary Kill bullshit, Join the Patreon. This chick was at the beginning. You heard it before you made it to the end of this. Um, do you guys have anything else you want to say? Fuck blue. I don't even fucking know at this point anymore. With that, he's been out of the game so long he doesn't even know what he's doing anymore. With that magic folk, <laughs> we will catch you next time. Bye. See ya. Congratulations, you made it to the end of this week's episode of This Week in MTG. Your listenership means so much to us. Make sure to follow the podcast over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or on the podcatcher of your choice. You can watch the live stream recording of the podcast every Monday night at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time over on YouTube and twitch.com slash thisweekinmtg. If you would like to get in touch with us, you can send us a message to our Facebook, Twitter, or send us an email at thisweekinmtg at gmail.com. For all these links and more, check out our link tree at linktr.ee slash thisweekinmtg. Thanks so much! Honestly, I'd probably... Fuck sloppy.